Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. I'm Mike. We're coming to you from the Pud Cave located here at GameSwap in the middle of beautiful downtown LinkedIn in the great state of North Carolina. Mike, what's going on in Pudville, brother? Man, it is a Sunday morning. Little. It is a cool yeah. overcast Sunday morning. We haven't seen that in a long time. No, I was going to say, man, we got a little bit of fall weather coming in. It's looking like a I hope little. So. Oh, no, I'm, I'm about ready for it, brother. Dude, um, it's just, it's just been killing it with the 90s. But, but I'll tell you what, uh, no, I'm, I'm with you on the 90s, man. Now, if we're talking music or wrestling, I'm down. We're talking about temperature. <laughs> oh, man, that gets a little, little iffy, brother. It gets a little yeah. iffy. Uh, but I tell you what, man, uh, I'm, I'm definitely, you know, not looking forward to this hurricane that might be uh, blowing through here in the next few days. Anytime there's a threat, and I always flash back to the, well, it was late 80s. Hugo. Oh yeah, man. I always yeah. flash back to Hugo and how how destructive that was for this area. That was crazy. Just alone this area and we only got a small portion of it. Yeah, I think Lincoln was just on the outskirts of it, brother. Yeah. Man, we were um you know, the thing I remember about Hugo the most was for the first couple of days it was actually kind of fun and exciting, you know. We all got out of school obviously right. for our you know, for people our age. And, you know, it was almost like camping out at home, you know, like we used the heater, you know, a little kerosene heater to cook on, you know, uh Stuff like that, but after about two days, I remember that it got pretty old pretty quick, and we were out power for about two weeks, Mike Payne. We went about two weeks without that one. I mean, that, yeah, that was bad. Uh, I remember I lived uh, in West Lincoln in the Vale area, and we we didn't have power for I want to say, and uh, I was young then. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember how long. It, I, I remember it was anywhere from three days to a week. Shit, man! I didn't out think there. I didn't think y'all had power out in Vail until the '90s, anyway. Well, you man. know, it, it was run on uh, windmills. <laughs> yeah, and, you know uh, that and outhouses. You outhouses know, houses and we'd yeah. even miss running water. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we just had to go out, out, <laughs> out, out at the, the creek. Out, out at the creek. <laughs> well, I know, man. It was like that. Even when Hugo went out, it was like get a bar of soap and jump in the river. You yeah. Know? <laughs> That's country living, brother. Well, hey. hey, for anybody that doesn't know. Well, you're know, down close to the South Fork. So. Yeah, I'm right yeah. there. So, well, but you that's, don't, a, that's a little scary. Yeah, I was going to say, you don't want to go jump in a net, some bitch come out looking like the toxic Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, man, you're either going to get cancer or superpowers, dude. And I'm probably going to go with cancer, yeah. you know, in that place. But uh, but I tell you, Mike, other than that, man, it's been a pretty cool week for me. Uh, man, I've been doing some recording in the, for the music. I've been trying to help out the Millennium Wrestling Federation a little bit, trying to uh, come up with some original pieces of music for them. And, you know, Mike, I get a little weird when it comes to recording music, brother. I go into isolation, dude. I, today, I, I didn't even know there was a hurricane coming through until about an hour ago. That's just how out of the loop I've yeah, been. Yeah. I mean, you know, I just yeah. get in this focus. and uh, You're like the Prince of Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> brother, that's it. <laughs> I don't even know how to, how to go, respond you go, to that. You go underground. And <laughs> the artist go, formerly known as Prince. Hey, yeah. <laughs> You just don't emerge until it's done. Well, I have a symbol, and since my last name is Finger, you can probably figure out what that symbol is. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I tell you what, man, it's been a good week. It's been a creative week. And uh, speaking of being a good week, brother, let's take a moment to talk about last week's guest and last week's show before oh, we start this week's, bro. Oh, my God. That that was so much fun. Dude, Mike, I... I mean, Sisk, uh, you know... Yeah. What can you say? You, you uh, we could say a lot. Oh, I mean, we yeah, that, a that's lot. a dude, yeah. We can do a podcast on Wayne Sisk alone without alone. Wayne being here. Yeah, <laughs> just on Wayne. Right, dude. I, I tell you, Mike. I think Wayne really took us to another level last. Oh, week. absolutely. He made us. You know, as we were doing the show, I remember me and you were talking post production, 
And I was like, bro, you got to wait till you hear this guy. All right. And, you know, you were like, hey, I already ha- heard him, you know. All right. It was, it was magic then. It, as it was it happening live. Ha- because he, he, he's so mesmerizing. And a lot of times I caught myself, you know, just so enthralled with, with the stories and everything. Oh, yeah. I lose where I was at. Oh, it's like we weren't even recording, yeah. man. It's just yeah. we are talking, yeah. you know. And, and that's what kind of brings me back to just taking us to that level and just, you know, like like I said, when I listen to him, I'm like, Jesus, man, this guy's voice is golden. Yeah. And his knowledge is vast. And w- w- basically what I'm trying to say, Wayne Sisk, is you are always invited here Absolutely, to the podcast. Man. We are getting yeah. you back on as, as soon as we can. Um, and thank you for coming out, Wayne, and thank you for elevating the podcast. Because like I said, last week it was not the podcast with Jason and Mike. Last week it was the Wayne Sisk show featuring a couple puds. And I was <laughs> totally cool with yeah, that, man. Absolutely. I was just happy to be here, yeah. you know. Well, Mike. Oh, I know. And and for somebody else, it was a great week. Who's that? Cody Rhodes Brother. wins at All In, the All yes. In pay per view. It was a combination of New Japan, uh, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor, some Impact, yeah, yes. uh, wrestlers, and just some in the independent. You know, some yeah. of the bigger independent names. Wins the NWA yes, World Title. The ten pounds of gold, brother. Ten pounds. I tell you, uh, and and we'll talk about this. You know, it's father and son. Yes, sir. Know? It has been forty years, almost almost forty years, since the Rhodes held, uh, since Dusty won his first title, the first title, and now we have the second generation here. Yeah. And Mike, you know, something that we have not discussed. I've actually watched a little bit of that pay per view. Yes. I, I, it's a four hour show, Go so ahead. I'm watching about thirty minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. I started watching it yesterday. Uh, and I got to see the opening two matches. Right. And, you know, I, I obviously every week, you know, I, I make it perfectly clear how I feel about modern-day WWE. I'm just not a fan. I just right. can't get into it. Dude, I'm telling you the truth. This is the first wrestling show I've probably watched in, in maybe a couple years. Right. Two matches in. I can't wait till we get down to the podcast so I can go home and, and watch some more of it. It was really good. And, man, what does – I mean, excuse me, what Cody and the Young Bucks did – Cannot be we we cannot put how important what they did is man because they oh, yeah. basically sold out a ten thousand dollar arena yes. in Chicago on their own man yes. this is a completely a hundred percent independent yes. show to my knowledge the biggest independent show of all time right. I, I I would think yeah and brother I mean the crowd was on fire the reviews are great I'm going to watch it myself I've watched the whole thing um I'm not gonna spoil anything for you right now. Well, I, I've, I've got my. I, I read uh, the results. Okay. Yeah, 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 I've read the results. Oh, um, I know about Jericho. Jericho. Yeah, that was coming in. That yes, was that cool. was to me. That was one of the one of the biggest things. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I've got my opinions about it. Um, I think there was some really good stuff, and, and I think there was some other stuff that was, uh, you know, questionable. This is this is your you know, this is your first out pay per view. You maybe should have done a little bit more I or, see. or uh well elaborate well, well maybe we could cover it in another let's do another, a, po- yeah, a podcast yeah, on yeah. all in man uh, we'll, we'll do in, that give, yeah. give give our take on all in once you see yeah. the whole thing i was gonna say let yeah. me watch it as well maybe in the next few weeks or something yeah. we can go back because i like to watch it not just read the and let uh, it sink in yes you know, yes definitely. and th- and not just read the results man you can't really get the no. vibe of it you can't no. really get the same you know it's just not the same thing you know yeah um yeah. And, and it really i kinda... will say the cody the cody Rhodes match was was great well, uh it was a great match and i've obviously i've always been a huge fan of cody got, it had that that big match feel i i think it 
should have been main event. I agree. Honestly. I agree with that. Yes. I, I mean, saw the head. That's the NWA title. That should be the big and one. And if you're wanting to push it as the title and between have, all these promotions. Then you need to have that in your spotlight. Yes. And Cody is a main eventer. Yeah. I mean, of, of all the names on that card, right. I can't really think of anyone that was bigger, you know, other than maybe Jericho. I know Rey Mysterio is in the main event. But let's be completely honest, man. Rey is, is in the twilight he is. of his it career. really is. And Cody... Is, is really starting to hit his prime and not only that man but like you just said Mike and you made the best absolute point is that belt it was on yes. the line and that should have been the main event totally yes. agree 100% man that should have been the headliner um, but you know uh, it wasn't a perfect show no. and um I'm going to be able to watch it like I said and get my own take on it but just for what those guys did hey man when Jim Cornette is putting over Kenny Omega and the Young oh, Bucks yeah. Yeah. that tells you yeah. that they did something special well, I love I love the Bucks I've always loved the Bucks. They're good. I, I think they're, they're really a great good. team. Yeah. Of course, I'm I'm always big on tag teams. Sure. And sure. actual real tag teams. Real tag teams, yes. yes. Yeah. We don't see that anymore, no. man. You know, in WWE, you, you usually just get a couple. Now, I will say this. WWE does seem to have gone back to the tag team division in, in more recent years, but they just, I think the biggest problem with WWE, and we'll definitely go into this oh, yeah. more, but I just they just don't commit no. you know no. it's like if you start getting into a team or to an individual by the time you get into them boo yeah poo yeah they drop them you know no. look at the uh, world overweight champion of the world kevin owens you know he was the biggest thing not just physically but he was the biggest thing going and now he's jobbing out and uh that's just one example yeah. um we can get into that obviously a lot more in depth uh, in a future podcast but mike this week brother we come talk about something that, well, speaking of you know huge you know huge live events. live live events yeah. live shows, yeah, well, that's what we're going to talk about today. All right, uh, shows that we have been to. Yes, personal shows, not not just live events in general, but live events that we've been to. Yes, and Mike, let's be honest, brother. Us being the wrestling fans that we are for as long as we've been wrestling fans, this covers a pretty wide range of different uh, promotions and different kinds of wrestling shows. Everything from the old school Mid Atlantic, yes, taking place in West Lincoln High School Gym, which was my first wrestling yes. show, you know, all the way up to Nitros and to Raws yes. during the prime of the uh, Monday Night War, which, as okay. far as big promotion goes, is probably the last time I've gone. And then it also goes into the smaller promotions, some of these independent shows right. that we see, yeah. which was the last show. Yeah. And even our, our local hometown federation that we have a little history with, the, yeah. the MWF, yes. you know, another wrestling show. Uh, that that we've gone to and been a part of. All right. So, Mike, let me ask you, brother, what was your first wrestling show? Okay. So, let's see. <laughs> 1983, West Lincoln High School. Oh, yes. Um, I was probably, at that time, uh, let's say five or six years old. Uh, my mom took me. Uh the two wrestlers I remember the most being there, Ric Flair. Of course. And Jimmy Valiant. Oh, absolutely. All right. All right. Yes, sir. Boogie Magic, brother. Oh, my gosh. That was huge. Oh, yeah. Now, uh, you know, that was huge because I'd seen these guys on TV, and here I am three rows back looking at them. Yeah. You know, there they are. It's like superheroes yeah. in real life. So I'm, I'm fixated. Fixated so much that I don't know what's going on over here to my right. Um, but I remember Mom telling the story about it. Um, I remember there being a little commotion. 
<laughs> but I remember her telling the story about it. I don't remember anything else because I'm so fixated on these matches. Um, what happened? A guy right beside of her had had way too much to drink. Right. You'll have that at wrestling yeah. shows. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a little parking lot, you know, yeah, yeah, party. Yeah. And, a little tailgating, yeah. you know, yeah. pre-gaming. Uh, and during the game. He's passing out. And he's passing out right on her. You know, <laughs> just nodding off on her shoulder. <laughs> right. And <coughs> so I'm, I'm oblivious to this. And she pushes him off. And it happens again. Pushes him off. Happens again. Uh, eventually, she calls for a police officer to come and get this guy up before they have to pick him up off the floor right. because she is going to put him down. <laughs> for real. Yeah, for real. I mean, this is, this ain't a work. Yeah. And that was the last time she ever took me. Uh, <laughs> she had to, <laughs> Dad had to take me from then on. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. You know, it's funny you bring that up, Mike. Because... But it was magic. It was just like, you know, that magical moment. And you, there's nothing around you that yeah. that can distract you from what's going on in front of you right there. There's yes. Ric Flair. I even saw Jimmy Valiant beforehand peeking around. The, through uh, the curtain? Through the curtain. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was big. Dude, and it's so cool, Mike, that you say these things. Because I never knew that. I never, I have, all these years of knowing you, man, I didn't know that happened, yeah. you know, with your mom. It's just so funny. It just so happens that we have some similarities here, Mike. Because uh-huh. my first wrestling show, as well, was at West Lincoln. Uh-huh. And it was also my mom's last wrestling show as exactly well. Right. It was her first and her last one as well. Let, let me tell you this uh, about this event. Another similarity is this match I went to was headlined by the Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant, okay. fighting Shaska Watley. This was right when the turn happened, man. This was white hot, man. So my first yeah, introduction. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, okay. yes. I'd say early 86, give or take. Yes. Maybe, I maybe missed mid, this maybe show. Mid. Oh, man. I missed the show. This was Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express. No, no, no. no? The, the, the Rock and Roll Express wasn't there. Uh, I'm going to be completely honest with you, Mike. The only thing that really stands out for that show was the Boogie Woogie Man and Shaska Wally. Okay. Because most of the other matches were like, I think the semi-main was like Rocky King and the Italian Stallion. Wow. Versus okay. a couple of jobs. I mean, it, it was a C well, see, show. It was a very The reason I wasn't show. at that show. It was because I was grounded. Really? Yes. But you know the show, though. You remember the yeah. show. You probably re- really remember it because you didn't get to go. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. But now, I tell you, man, I, there was, the new breed was there as well. Okay. The new breed was there. And the reason I remember that, or at least, I can't remember if it was the tag team or if it was just Sean Royal. Because I think Chris Champion may have been out with his injury. The okay. The reason I remember this, Mike, you know, you talk about your mom having an issue with a drunk. Okay. Well, Thunderfoot wrestled i don't know thunderfoot number one or number two went against another guy the the gentleman and i use that term very loosely mm-hmm. the gentleman sitting directly behind me mike Payne. i'm not talking one seat over i'm not talking one seat to the left to right i'm talking one seat directly behind me starts talking shit to thunderfoot you know they go well this guy jumps in the ring okay and they get into a physical altercation this fan and this big old harley looking dude man he's a big old hoss you know he jumps in, they tangle up for a minute, security pulls him out, does not kick the guy out. The guy gets to stay. Fast forward, we have most of the matches, we have the, the um, intermission, uh, I believe it was Sean Royal, mm-hmm. and he's in the semi-main, and like I said, I can't remember exactly who it was, but he starts talking shit to that guy uh-huh. that's directly behind me. Right, right. And he's talking real shit. He was like, I will whip your ass. I'll never forget this. He was like, you come up here and do that with me, boy. I will wipe your ass all over this fucking place. I mean, he's saying this. All right, all right. All right, now, as the match progresses, Sean Royal spits 
at the guy beside oh. me and barely misses my mom. Because, <laughs> like I said, the guy's sitting right behind us. Right. So he takes, he spits at the at the guy. Barely misses my mom. Mom's like, I'll never come back to another wrestling show from here on out. So Ooh. just like your mom went right. to one and one and done, so did my mom. She had a one and done deal. <laughs> and I, you know, I'm over here thinking it's the best shit I've ever seen in my life. Hell, that yeah. was almost as cool as the stuff going on in the oh ring. God, you know, it, it was coming out. Yeah. Oh, it was real. Yeah. And and brother, that main event, Shaska versus my hero. Boogie Woogie, man, was like a superhero to yeah. me, man. I got to pat him on the shoulder when he went by. I was front row. How cool was that? Dude, it, it was it was amazing. But, man, nothing compares to that first wrestling show. Yeah. You know, nothing, oh, yeah, nothing really compares to it. But, Mike, it was a downside to my first wrestling show. I mean, I like this other stuff was right, like, you right, know, really yeah. cool. It was probably my first time I realized that it was a work. Really? Yeah. Really? There was a moment, man. It was too, uh, and I don't like using the term jobber. I always like to use the term enhancement talent. Uh-huh. I think jobber's a little, you know, kind of, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, derogatory, maybe, you know. I just like enhancement. But I'm going to call these guys jobbers uh-huh. that uh, started the show. Y'all never saw them before since, you know, you could tell it was a, you know, they're probably their tryout match or something. Mike, man, they were missing each other with their punches a mile, man. Oh, man. And my dad, my dad always trying to educate me. He always trying to smart me up. Yeah, that shit's fake, blah, blah, blah. You know, I just make you mad. I just yeah, make oh, you yeah. like, hell oh, no, yeah. hell no, it ain't fake. Yeah, I didn't want to hear that shit. Hell no, man. No, oh, no, that's a, that's no. a fight, you uh-uh. know. Uh-uh. I mean, I ain't putting up with that shit. Nope. But, but, bro, when the guy took a sling, he missed him by a mile. The guy bumped. My uh-huh. dad looks at me. Don't say a word. Dad just kind of looks at me, and I'm like, Santa, Santa Claus ain't real, bro. Damn. That that was, you know, because you Damn. figured out about Santa Claus just a few years before this, so you still kind of reeling. Yeah. You know, well, at least yeah. I got wrestling, man. Santa might be bullshit, but at least I got wrestling. Damn. Fail, man. <laughs> but by the time that main event hit, I never forgot about that shit. Right. By the time the yeah. Boogie Woogie Man and Shaska guy, came out. Uh, Boogie and Shaska, that was real. That was real. That was now, real. these jobbers, man, they just trying to figure their shit out. what the hell is going on. No, nah, man, no. Nah, but Shaska and Boogie Woogie Man, brother, yeah. that was the real yeah. deal. Yeah. So, Mike... I remember you telling me about a show you went to, another show at West Lincoln, uh-huh. that I really hate. I didn't get to go to. Uh, is this the one? You know what I'm talking about? It's the one where it was a TV tape. Okay, that was 85. Yeah. Oh, so you probably have some more in between. I got one more in between, okay. 84. It's the first time Dad had taken me. We were front row on this one. Right. Holy moly. Just front row center. Jack and Jerry Briscoe. Oh, man. Wahoo. Greg Valentine. Oh hell! I mean, it was it was loaded. Right. This is early early eighty four. Um, God, it's such. I don't remember a whole lot from it. Right. Uh, I remember them. I remember Wahoo's match. It was just uh, everything about it was, uh, you know, mind blowing, mind blowing. Uh, yeah, it was. It, it was so good, and, and you know, that was without incident on that one, for sure. <laughs> Luckily, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I remember, and, and this is why I started getting, getting the posters, uh, because not, they just throw the old, they those old away. posters away. Yeah. You could get me in any gas station right. right here, man. Yeah. I used to have them. God, I remember, I it was like, was it Whitey's Fish Camp? Yeah. That yeah. Had, yeah. That had, that had one of them. It had the 84 one, you know, with Jack and Jerry Briscoe, Wahoo, all their names on it, what was going to happen. I hate I never got that. That, that poster, that poster yeah. from there. I wish I still had all the ones, man, because down there at White Mike's, you know, West Side, yeah. West Side Mart, you know, where Dad always go, they always have them up, and man, Dad knew the people up there. I had all the posters, man. They've all gotten ripped wow. up or moved, or you know, just Gosh. lost over the years after moving and stuff yeah. like that. 
but yeah, man. Um, but yeah, let's keep I've going. Got, I've yeah, got, yeah. I've got two. I've got two that survived. The one from '85, and the one from '87. Which I was at that show as well. We'll get right. to that one. We'll definitely get to that one. '85 though, there to me there was nothing better than that show. Again, dad, dad had taken me before we even got into West Lincoln High School. Outside, we're pulling up parking. Who's out there? Just, I'm not sure what he was doing out outside. You know, he looked like he was, he was busy. Maybe maybe writing something down, doing something. Dusty Rhodes. Well, I'll tell you exactly what he was doing. He was taking care of business. If he you was will. taking care of business out there. <laughs> You got to see the yeah. big man. You got to I, see that. There he was. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, there's, there's Dusty. There's Mick Jagger. There's yeah. Sylvester Stallone. There's Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. wrapped up in one in front of my freaking high school. Yeah. Man. yeah. God, man. How cool. How I mean, great that is was, that? that? That was just the, the uh, I guess, the, the appetizer to what was going to happen. Yes, yeah. Because you told uh, me about this show, and I've actually watched this show. Right, yeah, right. I've, I've watched it. At this. that time, I didn't know how, because... It was advertised as a TV taping, of course, and uh, you know we'd all always watch the Mid Atlantic and the Worldwide shows, but I never knew that they had taped them on the same. Oh, you do them all at one time, right? Right. right. I'd always assumed that they were, you know, different, separated, different, separated shows, right? You know, for whatever reason, as a kid. Well, it's kid, man. They're different shows, so you would think that they, yeah. I mean, no any better. Makes sense. Yeah. But no, you know, they taped the Mid-Atlantic first, and they taped the Worldwide first, and they'd have stuff, you know, at the beginning that they didn't show, or like in between, dark matches, dark matches right. stuff like that. Right. Uh, so it was really good. Uh, I know one one of the big things I remember, uh, seeing Magnum TA, of course. Right. Um, and he was against Ivan Koloff that night. Oh, okay. Now that wasn't TV. That was dark. Dark. I got it. That you. was all dark. Uh, but we were where we were sitting. I think we were about three rows back on that one. But we were over to the side, and we were on the heel side, where the heels come down the aisle, right to that corner. And I know I've told you this before. Seeing, looking over and seeing Ivan and Nikita come down. Just seeing him come straight to to me, and Ivan making eye contact with me, right. and scaring the <laughs> shit out of me with one look. No, just look, just a look, just a look. Dad, I was scared yeah. to death. I ran back to dad. Right. So I, I was I just was, ain't having this. I was man. scared. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, that's Ivan Koloff. The Russians are coming to take me away. Oh I mean, god, they're they're just gonna beat the hell out of all all of us. Of us. Yeah, because because we're stinking yeah. Americans. Yeah. You know? Oh man! But it just was, a look. But it was so fun. Yeah, absolutely. So it, fun. And, and it's just I a remember, look. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I, it blows me away, man. Then right behind us was a stage where they did all the interviews. You know, they did the interviews with everybody up on the stage with you know, like that the cardboard uh, background Bob for Cottle, you know, yeah 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 Bob Cottle and and oh Cottle was there. Well, Cottle, I guess so. If it was yeah, TV, from, yeah, from sure. Atlantic, uh, Johnny Weaver. Um, Tony and David, maybe Tony Schiavone and David Crockett. David, yeah. And the one that sticks out is Dusty's having his interview. Baby doll comes out, gets you know, gets an altercation with her. Then out of nowhere, freaking Abdul the Butcher just just appears out of the freaking nowhere. 
if that's leaking. Boom, boom, just starts, you know, putting Tearing it in Dusty. Tearing Dusty up, man. Nobody, I've seen the video of this. And you see that? Nowhere on there does it say Abdul the Butcher on that yeah. on that flyer, on that poster. Up. It was a straight boom. swerve, man. Yeah, yeah you, did, you had no idea. Surprise. Yeah. A, a cool surprise. Now, let me ask you, Mike, was Abdul on television yet at this time, or was this his debut into... I think it, 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 was, it was probably more likely. Uh, I know Tully had had brought him in okay for, so this had to be yeah. really early on yeah. in this you know especially yeah. baby doll was still with totally at this time and yeah everything so <clears throat> i know you told me that story man and i actually had to go and i did actually finally dig up that that footage it's forever brother. I, I you know i'd had it on vhs uh because they did the the crockett shows they always do them two weeks out so if if that happens say what may 28th Right. You would see it two weeks later so you're in June. Right. So, so let's just say it's June first, and so you're not going to see it to June fourteenth, right? You, you know that way. Yeah. Um, that way, you ain't got to go into the twenty eighth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but no, absolutely, man. And you know, even in the the magazines, I think we talked about this before too. God, you wouldn't even get the magazines, magazines for oh a couple God, months. A couple months out. Exactly, man. So everything stayed fresh. Everything you could still do the surprises, and you could still do all the. You know, things like that, because, man, the people in West Lincoln, you're not going to be able to tell people, you know, in Georgia, right. hey, Abby's going yeah, to pop exactly. up, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, you didn't have to worry about the spoilers and stuff right. like that, yep. which, you know, is just a, another sign of how times have changed with wrestling. Um, but, you know, Mike, the next show I went to may be the next show. Now, I was grounded on. Oh, that's which, right. That's 86. right. That's right. But well, no, another one. Um, but no, it, it was so, uh, it was so cool, you know, just to see how they did that and like I said, you know, that dark match, you didn't right. even see that. Yeah, that was know? for you guys, spe yeah. specifically right. for y'all. And uh, let's see, uh, Magnum's having his match with Ivan. Now, all of a sudden, the lights go out. The lights go completely out. Which didn't happen a lot no, back in those God, days. No. If ever, was, yeah. So we were like, what the you hell? Th thought it was legit. What the hell's going on? Yeah, power yeah. done went down. Power's up. Ivan cut the power. He's planning on something. The freaking lights come back on. There's freaking Nikita and Ivan beating up on Magnum. And, oh, my God. Place. That was holy crap. <laughs> I know, man, at this point. Because it's not, it's not two guys beating up another guy. We now have a Russian invasion trying to take out America. Oh, right playing out in front hell, of you, man. I mean, dude. Unreal. Like I said, man, I, I did not get to go to those, but the next show... That's the thing you couldn't get from TV, too. No, no you, you know? can't. Uh. You know, Mike, and that's something, man, before we continue talking about some of these events, man, we ought to talk about that in general, is just how much fun these things are. Yeah. You know, from being a kid, like we are talking about now, going up into our adulthood, going to, like, you know, Raw, Nitro during the Monday Night War, and the, and the end of... Well, I know we're going to talk about the independent shows, because yeah. you know, people, puds out there... We would just get so hammered sometimes ago to these shows. Uh, yep. Well, we definitely got hammered after the shows. Yeah, for uh, sure. For sure. Maybe not quite as but man, we would have just such a great time yeah. at these independent shows. Yeah. Really, in a lot of ways, Mike, I would say we had more fun at the independent shows than some of the bigger shows just because oh, yeah. Yeah. We, made them, yeah. we made them fun. But, you yeah. know, Mike. It was more intimate, for sure. Yes, man, yes. And I think that's one thing. We're going to talk about just wrestling in general and, and just some of the, I guess, more overall entertainment value of wrestling as a whole. But 
just to kind of go into that a little bit, the thing I love about pro wrestling is just how it's interactive. Yeah. You know, you get to interact with these people. You know, you can't yell at a movie screen and the actor tell you to shut the hell up. Right. But you do that in a wrestling show. Yeah. You know, you can't watch a movie and you see your hero getting shot up or something. You can't start clapping your hands yeah. and the hero come back. But you can do that at a wrestling show. But, you know, my, my wrestling, next wrestling event, once again in West Lincoln, was the one, and you actually have a poster here in the pod cave, man. I'm going to try to get a picture of this thing before I leave today. But it was on a Tuesday, March 24th in 1987, I believe. 87? I believe this was an 87 yeah. show. Uh, the main event was Nikita Koloff versus Tolly a, Blanchard. A baby. A baby Nikita. Nikita. Uh, a world television champion yes. Nikita. Yeah. Now here, I'm going to be honest with you, Mike. U.S. Yeah, he was no, still U.S. at that time. I thought he... Oh, it was U.S. Yeah, I thought... Was. Yeah, That's right. US that's right. I, for some reason, I thought yeah. that he was the TV champion at the yeah. time. But it was lost, the... He hadn't lost it to Luger yet. That is correct, man. And it was for the belt. I remember right. that. It was for the belt. And, Mike, I got to sit front row for that one. Now, the other one, I was back about really? two or three rows. This one, I got to see Nikita and Tolly wrestle. Well, see, that was still... That was so awesome, man. I mean, that was still... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think... I'm not sure if you had to pay extra for the first second rows but i remember a lot of it was general admission general admission no yeah. no i think we got special tickets right. it seems yeah. like dad got it seemed them. like those first first two rows were you had to pay special. yeah like you had to pay a little bit more for yeah. them or something and uh and we did i mean i dude i put my feet up on the guardrail i uh-huh. mean i was front row i've never witnessed anything like nikita yeah. and totally front row man i mean my, i've been to concerts and i've been see to, they had guardrails at that point didn't they yes they did they yes did. They did have guardrails. Yeah, yes, those sir. Early shows, there was just just a string. nothing. Yeah, yeah, or a rope. Yeah, yeah. or, or sometimes rope, nothing string, at all. Yeah. And uh, in fact, you know, I could tell you a story about that show because this was the Garvin brothers, the semi-main event with Ronnie and Jimmy Garvin versus the Midnight Express. That's it. And dude, one of the funniest things that ever happened, man, is somebody flung a drink at uh-huh. Big Bubba. Big Bubba and Jim were there, right? You know, which really surprised me. I was yeah. like, oh wow, man, they're actually. For some reason, I thought J.J. Dillon and Jim Cornette were too important to be at West Lincoln. I really I was like, man, shouldn't they be out managing them? Shouldn't they be on the phone? Why, you know, making these arrangements, making yeah. these reservations? But uh, somebody flipped a drink or threw a drink on Bubba, and he slipped, and he fell down. And the reason why I remember the guardrails is because he caught the guardrails and, like, he didn't knock them down, man. But, dude, they just went kind of lopsided on him right. he did it, yeah. and everybody cracked up laughing. At that show, and you could tell he was embarrassed, man. Ray Trailer was like, yeah. trying to com- compose himself. Yeah. But that was another but I think one, man. Jim, I think Cornette was having a surgery at that time. Now he was there. But he's, oh, was Cornette there? was absolutely was there. there. Yes, he was there. Yes, I remember it, man. I just he don't was remember that. Absolutely, uh, him and Bubba. Like I said, they were both there. Um, and I tell you, another match as we're looking here, and this match actually has a moment in my wrestling history that will stick stick with me forever. And that's the Brad Armstrong versus Dick Murdoch oh, match. Oh, Now, this is when Dick Murdoch just went heel. Right. This was when Dick Murdoch, just like Ivan did you, Mike, Dick Murdoch gives me a look. I, I run up to Dick Murdoch, and I call him a yellow egg-sucking dog. Because oh. that's what he was at the time, and he deserved that. Because well, you know, know, he, 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 he did the turn he, on Dusty. He turned, yeah. yeah. And Dusty was like, you're a yellow egg-sucking dog. So I wanted to make sure that he knew that that's what I thought about him as well. Mike, when I called Dick Murdoch, Captain Redneck, a yellow egg-sucking dog, he didn't say a word. Mm-hmm. He didn't give me a mean look. He just looked at me. Right. I went running back and hit behind my father just yeah. like you did yours, <laughs> yeah. man. Yep. Yeah, because Dick Murdoch looked at you like, I will absolutely murder you. Uh, yeah. 
without a second thought and i not only will i do it i can do it yeah y- you know and he scared me man that yeah. that was people i don't know if they give him enough credit of being just a terrifying hill because man he terrified me yeah with that single look that night it's wild it's that wild <laughs> texas yeah you know, just... redneck yeah he was a straight redneck man I mean, he literally looked like he would just hook you on the back of his truck yeah. and drag you yeah. through West Lincoln, man. And yeah. that's why I hid behind my dad until the yeah. match was over. And I was pulling for Brad, but I didn't say nothing. You yeah. know, I wasn't like cheering. I was just, I quiet, man. I stay quiet the whole match. I'm yeah. just like, hurry up and get Dick Murdoch out of here. Hurry up so I can yell at Jim Cornette. You know, he's coming up next, you know. Uh-huh. But, um, you know. But, uh, I'm going to guess who, who won that match. I'm going to guess. Dickie won that match, I, didn't he? I, I think you would be uh, be the safe money, brother. Yeah, sure. yeah, And he beat him with the, uh, the Brain Buster. Yeah. One of the prettiest brain busters of all uh, time. Dick Murdoch had one of the greatest brain busters. Uh, but yeah, man, Baron Von Raschke was there. Uh, Ivan Koloff was there. Ivan Petrov was there. I guess all the Russians had to, yeah. you know, I guess they had to go together. You know? But uh, like I said, Mike, that, that, the first match I went to with the Boogie Woogie Man really changed my life. There's right. nothing like yeah. it. I really rank it up over losing your virginity, man, right. in, in a lot of ways because it's like, wow, this is new. This is different. Right. But when I got to see two masters of Tully and Nikita, and let's be honest, man, Nikita was never, he's never going to be considered a technical guy. He's never going to be considered a ringmaster. Tully is. Right. Absolutely. But, man, these guys work so well. And being front row, it, like I said, dude, I, I, I've been to concerts. I've been to Shakespeare performances. I've been to, obviously, the great movies. Nothing, nothing ever even came close to that. Yeah. Nothing, man. I mean, I got to witness two masters of what they did, ringside, yeah, man. Changed my life. Yeah. Well, hey, man, look. I mean, shit, dude, there we're, you still, go. we're still yeah, talking exactly. about it to this day. You know? Exactly. Um, I know that, if I'm not mistaken, that was probably the last time Crockett had come to West Lincoln. I think it was, Mike. West Lincoln. That's when they started just doing the big ones. Just the big ones. I think you're right. Just the bigger, bigger places. I'm not like Charlotte Coliseum. Yeah, you know, Greensboro, obviously. Greensboro. I think you're right, Mike, because I don't remember a show coming back after that. No. Because I would have been there. Yeah. You know, I would have remembered yeah. I would have been there. Now, I, think I they, know they definitely weren't doing TV at the smaller right. the smaller places. And in fact, I think, if I'm not mistaken, probably 85, around that era, I think they stopped doing TV at smaller places that, altogether. Anyway, right, right. And but they still right. do the spot shows. Right, exactly. Right. And I, I would say that one, man, had to at least be a B show, you know. Because like I said, man, the first one was definitely a C. I mean, but God Almighty, dude. Because, I mean, you look at that. That's a wrestling show, not on a weekend. That was like on a Tuesday or Wednesday and or Tuesday, something. Yeah. Tuesday nights. Yeah, sure enough, man. They're both on Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. They sure was, man. Yeah. But, dude, you just talked about, once again, magical. And and, and the same thing, you know, you talk about people looking through the curtain. I remember when J.J. Dillon looked through the curtain. Dude, you you would have thought Bigfoot oh, just yeah. spotted everybody's yeah. like, that's JJ. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh man, booing him, you know. Oh yeah, it was it was oh, so yeah. much fun. And, and once again, as a Mark kid, I'm over here like, what's JJ doing in West Lincoln? You know, shouldn't he be handling? You know, Business. this ain't TV. Business. This ain't TBS. Business. Yeah. <laughs> but no, you know what was another big deal? I'm looking at this, and the times, uh, you know, seven thirty. Yeah. Seven thirty start. Right. You know that, that was a big deal. Oh, back in, oh, I mean, yeah. for just for us, because we're kids, because and it's we're a school, kids. Yeah, school night, and you're looking at a two-hour show. You know, you're you're pushing nine thirty, ten o'clock. Just getting out of the building. Yeah, you know, that's not getting yeah, home. You getting got out your intermissions in between. You know, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, with the kids, man, huge you, deal. You got to hit the gimmick tables. You yeah, know, I mean, that's before. You I know, remember. You know. Did you ever get anything? Oh yeah, 
Hell yeah. What'd you get? I got a Dusty Rose bandana, and uh-huh. I got a Magnum TA Dusty Rose t-shirt, and I got a Dusty Rose Magnum TA poster, American Team poster that I still have framed and hanging today. And I, ha- I actually still have the bandana framed and hanging today. I wow. still I still have my Damn. gimmicks, man. Yeah. I, I got a flare poster and uh, a Mid-Atlantic uh, sticker. Okay. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I wish I still had that sticker that, and, and the poster, too, but I can I usually find any of the posters anywhere, but that... That particular Mid Atlantic sticker, you know, I wound up sticking out like a mirror. Yeah, you're it was right. Like, you know, I but, God, I wish I had could have had it back. God, I love that Mid Atlantic logo. That was I, badass. I just I would stare at it for the longest time. <laughs> Might have been just something <laughs> wrong with me, but you know. <laughs> well, yeah, hey, I tell you, I man, it was the coolest thing though. Yeah, and, and you know, speaking of gimmicks, <clears throat> I'm gonna tell you a gimmick that I always wanted to get and I never did get, but I remember Wes Lincoln had them. Because it was actually that, I, I had the choice between gimmick A, which was the Americans team poster, which was the one I got. Okay, yeah, yeah. The second gimmick was the horseman poster in the club or the bar, wherever they're at, where they're all in tuxedos and a oh, big fight right. just broke out. Yeah. There's like a switchblade stuck I in the table, that. bodies laying everywhere. And you got, well, Luger. Luger's yeah. actually in the picture. Yep. And you had the horseman with the, like, they just beat up everybody at this bar and they're in tuxes, man. And I just thought, I hated the horseman, but I thought that was the coolest poster I've ever seen. Yeah. But I had to choose. It's like Dusty and Toll. I mean, excuse me, Dusty and Magnum, or the yeah. Horseman, bro. That was even. a badass. That was a badass poster. That was badass. Lie. That that lie. they're because they're in there. They're mink. Yes, yes, they're mink man. Coat, or, or fur, what is the it? fur coats, the minks. The mink. I think they're minks. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I know they were like twenty thousand dollars or something huge. like that, man. That's, dust, a lot, that's a lot of minks. That's a hell, especially for Dusty. That's a lot of <laughs> Dusty minks. Dusty motherfuckers endangered. That's a lot. That's a lot of minks. <laughs> <laughs> and they're both wearing the cowboy hat. Yeah, but Dusty's got his top hat with the claw, the yeah, eagle claw. Chick- I call it hawk. I call it a chicken claw. <laughs> chicken claw. And my motherfucker went to KFC, give me everything, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he just stuck it some bitch on the hat. But look, it looks, that hat was badass. Oh yeah. That was a badass hat, man. Yeah. It's and, like it's like his it's it's, it's a weird <laughs> Makes me like a cowboy voodoo hat. Yeah, it kind of looks like Papa Shango and yeah. Johnny Cash went in on a hat together or yeah. something, but it's badass, yeah. man. Once again, Johnny and Papa Shango. I still Shango think it's chicken foot, though. Uh, Especially gonna... <laughs> voodoo, I think it's chicken foot. <laughs> well, like I said, I just think Dusty got the bucket of chicken and just stuck that some bitch <laughs> on there. But, but it is a bad poster, man. Cause, it is. Because Magnum's it in is. his coat as well, and he's got yep. a cowboy hat on, man, and it's a badass, badass poster. Like I say, man, it's it's framed up hanging hanging yep. right now. So, yep. uh so, Mike, I guess, man, we, we've probably moved out of our, well, at least our local big shows as right. far as, like, Reasonable. our Mid-Atlantic. Did you remember, and I, I can't remember if you went to this show or not, Mike. I, I know we've discussed it, but I was fortunate enough, and I can't remember if you went or not, to go to the WWF's no. first show in Charlotte. Really, you didn't no. get to go to that show. No. I was at that show, brother. Let me tell you now. Because you had more of a love for WWF at that time I than I did. I did. Man. I would watch. Yes. I was a huge Hogan I would, fan. I would, I would watch, and because it was wrestling, of course I'm going to watch. Right, right. Uh, but you had more of a love for it than I did Absolutely. at that time. And, and really, you know, Mike, you can even go as far as say, I just had a love for a Hulk Hogan at that time. Right. I mean, I was just such a... Oh, don't get me wrong, man. I mean, now WWF this time had freaking amazing, yeah. amazing Oh, talent. yeah, for sure. Um, but I got to see Hogan, and that was the main thing. And you know, Mike, we got I think third or fourth row. Dad, you know, Dad got some good seats. That's big. I still have the ticket stub. 
That's big. Do you know how much that ticket cost me to see Hulk Hogan versus the Big Boss Man in the main event? And I think this was 1988, I believe. I'm going gonna, gonna to wager probably $10. 12 It 12. was 12 $12. But imagine that, man. I know. For for like third row. Third row. I got, amazing. I got the Pat Hogan on the back. Yeah. You know, uh, Of course, I mean, at that time, though. You think 1988? Yes, man. Yeah, you know, the, that, the dollar definitely, right. you know, inflation yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. But Could still, you imagine anybody thinking back then you would pay anywhere between 50 to, up to, to 100 and up to, to $300. $300? Yeah, easily, man. Yeah. Well, I know we're, we're going to talk about our WCW days here, but we'll get to that yeah. in a moment. Yeah. Uh, just kind of talk about ticket prices and stuff right. of that nature. But, man, that WWF show. Now, I got to see WWF twice, you know, because they ran a couple tours back then. The first one I got to see was Hogan and Bossman as the main event. Right. Um, and that was one where Andre the Giant went against Jake the Snake Roberts. This was uh-huh. during the, the snake, you know, Andre oh, yeah. during the snake. Yep. I'm trying to remember some of the other matches. Some of the other ones, man, tend to run together, and it was a long time ago. But the thing I remember mostly about that show was when Hulk Hogan... <laughs> And I mean, it's cheesy, man. I know looking back, but at the time it was so badass and so cool. The big boss man handcuffed Hulk Hogan uh-huh. and just beat him with his billy stick. Slick, right. Slick was there. Yeah, Slick okay. was getting in yeah, his shots, yeah. you know, getting heat, man. All oh, damn Slick got some fucking heat, bro. But Hulk Hogan, man, he's starting to hook up, but he's got these, you know, these handcuffs on him. He can't do anything. Right. He looks to the man upstairs, to the big Hulkamaniac upstairs, brother, and he prays. And then he breaks the chains, dude. I fucking marked out, man. When he broke the, he looked up, said a prayer, broke the chains, broke the handcuffs. I went to my feet. He came back. He hulked out. One, two, leg drop. One, two, three. I went home. Now they, happy. do they? I went home very happy, bro. <laughs> they have a deal with with that that uh, <laughs> that religious team that did the power lifting and that. <laughs> you know, he would break the chains and yes, uh, you know, and they would tear the phone yes. book. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, in the I, name of God. Oh, I, I think there was a little gimmick infringement going on there. But, you know? But, but no, man, it, it was a great night. But definitely different. It was definitely different from NWA, man. Uh, and the second one I got to watch with the WWF, Mike, I don't remember the main event. But I remember being very upset with a match. And this is why I remember this show. Well, there's two things about the second show I remember. One where the Brain Busters were there. Arn and Tully as the Brain Busters. See, that's amazing. Yes, and brother, you talk about hometown heroes. Oh, oh so many horsemen chants, so many flare chants. Oh. I remember that. And they were eating it up, man. Right. They were really, really eating that up. But the the bad thing about this match is I left. Like I said, I don't remember the main event, but it was the, it was the series of the Ultimate Warrior versus Andre the Giant matches that wow. only took 30 seconds. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's the one, It was across the country, man. They did this every night. The Ultimate Warrior ran into the ring. He clotheslined Andre the Giant like two or three times, splashed him, beat him. 30 seconds, Andre the Giant was beat by the Ultimate Warrior. This happened. bullshit on that. Oh, it was such bullshit, man. <laughs> now, I lied to you, Mike. I told you a lie a little earlier. I said my mom never went back to a wrestling show. She actually did go to this one uh, because it was a big show. It was a WWF show. It wasn't in a West Lincoln gym where, you know, wrestlers were spitting on people. This was a thing. So, mom actually went. And mom was a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. She had a crush on the Ultimate Warrior. She was madder than Keep I was. <laughs> yeah, man. We were all like, what the hell? But it No, was... let's go back to this. Wait a minute. Your mom had a crush on the Ultimate, Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior, yes. yes. What? Yeah, man. <laughs> 
You heard it here first on the podcast. Yes. This is like the weirdest guy <laughs> in the universe. Hey, the dude was built like a million bucks, man. I mean, I can't, I can't hate on him, man. You know, I can't hate. But uh, did she ever hear him talk? Uh probably not. Probably, <laughs> probably not. not. Okay. <laughs> that would explain it. Um, yeah. But no, we were so aggravated. I mean, even that, because I wanted to see Andre the Giant again, because right. I got to see yeah. him before. And I, I am fortunate, man. I got to see Andre the Giant twice, you know, and that's really wow. awesome. And he is as big as everyone says, man. You can't, even being far back from him, like third or fourth row, wherever I was, it, it was still, man. it was, Hogan was the same way, man. Hogan right, yeah. It was, I can't, I can't explain what it was like to see Hogan in person, yeah. man. I mean, yeah. it was magical, you know, yeah. it was magical. But yeah, that second show, man, it wasn't my favorite like I said, I don't even remember the main event. I just remember Andre the Giant being beat by Ultimate Warrior in like 20, 30 seconds. And I, that that was the last WWF show I would go to for a while. Right. Um, but let me ask you, Mike, did you go to any bigger NWA shows in Charlotte? Like, you know, did you ever go to any of the bashes? Or I know you probably went to some of the Memorial Coliseum. Or, no, not, no. I mean, it, uh, was, it was just the local shows. Really? Yeah. Now, yeah. I, I only went to one big NWA show in Charlotte. Uh, main event was Rick Flair and Let's Luger. It's pretty good, man. Wow. Uh, but you know what else they had at that show? What I, what I, once again, what I remember of this show, and I only went to that one big NWA Charlotte Coliseum show, they had the Triple Cage Tower of Doom match. Jeez, get out. Now, let's be honest, man. That match is probably a little cheesy. Was that a bash? Was that a bash no, tour? No, no, no. This was just a house show, man, that, but they were taking oh, but, it on tour. The bash, yeah, the bash show, because they would take do the tours with the bash shows. I, don't, I remember at 88, they, they had, you know, was big with Flair and Luger. That was and, the main and, event. And the uh, the triple dome of terror, whatever. The whatever. triple, the triple cage tower of doom. Triple cage <laughs> tower of doom. doom. Yeah, that's a yeah. fucking yeah. Tongue twister. The triple cage tower of terror. I think that was world class. Yeah, I believe it was. Theirs. Yes. Uh, but no, they they were taking the bashes on tour at that time. It they would it would they would do different you know towns cities and they would do that kind of like the war games yeah because yeah. the war games just wasn't one one time they did that they, war oh games yeah they toured everywhere it. and it's basically and war, the scaffolds the scaffold too, too. yeah that's right yeah. Uh, man this may have been I, it was inside so mm-hmm. I don't know it was in the coliseum yeah. but I tell you man even though even as a fan I was like ah, this match is a little hokey. Brother, seeing it live was pretty cool. Oh, it, it was really a spectacle. Impressive. Man. It was impressive, even though the match itself, maybe yeah, eh, give or take, but eh. just seeing that th- son of a bitch was eh. huge, and to see the Road Warriors climb to the top oh, of geez. it, just right off the bat, man, they That's just scary. They, I, I've, I've watched that that match on the the Bash videos. And that's just a straight line. And Tommy Young is just up there Other, the whole time. Yeah. Tommy Young was fearless, man. Dude, he was just you know pulling the pulling the rope, you know. Yep. Yeah. To open up the cages. To let him in. Yeah. Just up there the whole time, man. That was fucking high. Dude, it's that up was there. High. Yeah, it's like, man. Nah, I'm good. I couldn't even tell you how tall I'm that good. thing was, man. Yeah. It, it was it was impressive seeing it live. Wow. And you know, Mike, I think I may have actually went to another NWA show, but because it seems like I saw Dusty and Sting against the Road Warriors too. You know, man, the older you get, some of this stuff kind of oh, yeah, runs together. It, it really does blend together. It seems yeah. like I went to maybe one other. But the one I remember most was Lex Luger and Ric Flair. Because yeah. I was never a Luger fan, but this was right at the turn. And mm-hmm. I hated Flair. I hated the horseman. Dude, it was the, whole, it was the perfect dusty finish, wow. man. You know, Luger put him up on the rack. Here comes Arn Anderson, gets him disqualified. Dude, that place was white hot. I, I was so. white hot. God, I uh, bet so. But that was a fun show, too, man. Yeah. That, that was fun. Um 
Once again, I think the West Lincoln shows were a little bit more intimate, a little bit more fun. Like you could really right. dig into yeah. those. Yeah. You know the the NWA bigger you shows. You yell at them, and you know there's possibility they're gonna hear you. Oh yeah. They're gonna hear what you say. Do you remember the enhancement guy? Well, he was he was more of a a mid Carter, I guess. Ricky uh, Santana. Yeah. You, yeah. I asked him point blank in the ring if he was related to Tito. Are you Tito's brother? Are you related to yeah. Tito? And he looked at me and says, no. Yeah. That was it, though. But right. I was like, hey, now right. we know. And even Mom, because that was the show Mom was at, right. that the new breed spit, you know, okay. almost spit on my mom. Yeah. Mom's like, well, cool. I always wanted to know that. Yeah. But yeah. I was like, hey, you related to Tito? He's like, no. no. I'm like, cool. Yeah. You know, I, I, but I, well, I got, got that intimate. I wonder if he got that all the time. Probably. Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. man. You <laughs> know. Like, Pissed off about it. Well, especially in the South, man. Yeah, Nobody so. ever heard of a Santana. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just figured hey, he's all related, yeah. man. Yes. You know, in wrestling. Because they did. Ricky Steamboat, Vic Steamboat, yes. and all that. You That's know, true. And, yeah. and, and sometimes they, they gimmick that shit. And, you know, you never know. Yeah. But, uh, but it was just cool that I was so close and able to talk to these guys. Yeah. WWF show was definitely a little bit more circus-like, you yeah. know. Whereas the NWA show in the Coliseum was definitely more... Uh, gritty it was grittier right. yeah. you know yeah. that's the best way to put it so mike what what era of live shows are we going into now? wow uh i guess after that i don't know that i hit anything until i want to say I, I think i hit a couple a couple of independent things in between that right. you know because they at that time, you know, once Crockett was done, you know, WWF and WCW were the big deals. Yes, that was... Little, little independent shows would start to pop up. That's right, uh, right. With, um, I think Wahoo was on a couple at West Lincoln. I think I remember those. Uh, I remember there was a big one at the Citizen Center one time, man. We had Greg, uh, right. Greg Valentine and... Um, Medusa Maselli was there. Yeah. I went, was there? Oh, dude, this had to be... About 95, 94, 95, because I was playing in bands at the time. I remember I went with uh, the drummer Lamont. You remember Lamont, the drummer? I, yeah. I went with him. I want to say it was probably maybe 94. Maybe earlier than that. It couldn't have been. Uh, I'm trying to think about the time I was. I shit, I don't know. 93, because uh, it could have been very, very possible. Well, I tell you. Because I met up with you around when I was 16. Yeah. So I've been about 91. Well, I'll tell you what I remember mostly about that show. Because we, we ended up leaving. We had other stuff going on. We were partying. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Had, you know, we were at that oh, age. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I remember this story. Uh, about Greg Valentine? Yes. Well, I went up to Valentine, and uh, the guy I was with, you know, he started talking about doing steroids or some stupid shit. Well, anyway, Greg looks at me, and I'm wearing a Pearl Jam shirt. And he was like, hey, those guys are from my hometown. I was like, yeah, man, I love Pearl Jam. And that's all he really had to say yeah, to me. Yeah. But it was so cool because yeah. this other guy's trying to talk to him about steroids. Being on the gas. <laughs> Being on gas. Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. guy, and Greg just kind of looked at him, you know, and this guy was, you know, he was a little bit of a, yeah, you oh, know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Back in this, you know, I don't know. I haven't seen the guy in years. But right, right. At this time, you know, he's maybe not the most on the level yeah, guy yeah. anyway. He was putting out. He, he was, he was big time putting. <laughs> big time putting. <laughs> but I just love how Greg just kind of shunned him and looked at my Pearl Jam shirt. Hey, those guys from my hometown. That's how he changed cool his And I just thought that was cool yeah. as shit, man. Yeah. And I'm like, thank you, Mr. Hammer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was it. He walked away from us. But, uh, 
He was cool, man. I mean, Miss Sally was there. Oh. She talked to us beautiful, man. She was so, so, oh. so pretty. Oh, uh, my gosh. But uh, I didn't, like I said, man, we didn't stay for the Who whole thing. Who else was there? I cannot remember, man. That was my highlight. It seemed like. It was a good, it was a good card. I mean, they had some pretty good talent on it. Right. But I, I just, he was just so monotone, All right. but cool. Yeah. But cool. But like I said, when that guy yeah. tried to talk to him about steroid use, he was just like, anyway, those guys from my hometown. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah. thank you, sir. Yeah. You know, I'm like over here like, oh, my God, I'll never take it off. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Mike, you know, that, man. The, well, you know, the, those were cool, those little pop-up ones. Yes. But you got the feeling that, you know, it wasn't that big, that big anymore. It was yeah, kind of yeah, like the, yeah. the older guys that yeah. were just kind of there and – Kind of a downgrade a little right, bit, right? You, know, and you yeah. can get that sense of it was just like, well, I don't want to be here, you know. Yeah, because the territories are gone, right? You know, you only have two at this yeah. time, man. I mean, and if you had any decent independent groups, they were probably under the umbrella right. of WWE or, or something. You yeah, know? even ECW ended up becoming getting on right. the payroll, you know. Uh, but but yeah, man, I, I think you're right because a lot of those guys, like Wahoo's a prime example. Yeah. He was getting older, twilight of his career, you know. And yeah. hey, man, they start trying to maybe push out some of the older folks. And where do you go? Exactly. You know, but I know the next one I went to is I want to say is right at that '94 era. WCW is a house show, right? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I mean, we we got some good tickets. We we're about you know again like two or three rows back. Um, the main event was. Ric Flair and Randy Savage. Okay. Um, Huge. Yeah, I was going to say, man, main event. Flair was big. That's a, that's a WrestleMania yeah. main event. Yep. Yeah. And Macho had just come in to the WCW right. uh, as big baby. Right. But Charlotte. This Flair Country. Rules, those rules don't apply. <laughs> Flair Country, bro. Those rules do not apply. <laughs> this match was incredible. I mean, everything they did was was amazing. So, here you go. Here's the setup of the whole match. Savage, okay, at the very end of the match, Savage pulls out for an object out of his tights and uses right. his own flair. Right. His flair. And, and he's the baby in yeah. this match. Right. Yeah. And gets one, two, three. Right. Okay. This Charlotte crowd. Ain't having this shit. Ain't having it. Ain't having this shit. So, <laughs> as I get up. Because I think, you know, I'm just going to raise hell. There's people behind me coming forward. Right. Right. <laughs> this place is not, this place is about to come unhinged. Yes. This, uh, it's, this is 1994, mind you, too. Yeah, at this point, man, everybody, the, the, while, while the boom is kind of over. Yeah. At yeah. This, that, the, the 80s boom is over. Right, right. And, and you know, kind of the magic's gone. Right, you know, right. It's like, but no, this place is about to come unhinged. Well, this is Flair and Charlotte, right. brother. That, until yeah. until the referee checks Randy and finds a foreign object on him, reverses it, reverses it, starts the match back oh, up. Flair ma- gets foreign object, boom! <laughs> Savage hits him one, two, three, and the place is loving it. Place just happiness. Oh my happiness. god! <laughs> it was the first time I had ever seen anything done like that, and I only at a house show. And, and only a Charlotte ever... Flair, yeah. dude, man. You yeah. know, there is something special yeah. about Flair. I mean, when they call this Flair Country, brother, they yeah. need it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean, this is, dude. Yep. I still think Flair could hit, could run for governor, man. I still do, and definitely I mayor. Don't think mayor he should. should. No, no, probably. 
<laughs> but could he? Sure. He could. Absolutely. Could he win? Goddamn right he could. He could. He could. He could. Should he? No. <laughs> but I tell you, brother. <clears throat> well, let me ask you, Mike. So what, where does that take us now, man? Because do you know what I'm leaning toward is our first. Our first show go, going we, out. Because we kind of reunited, man. Because yep. we had, you know, being youthful and going our separate ways and finding ourselves. We kind of went our separate ways yeah, for a few I years. I just moved back from Winston-Salem. It was Winston-Salem, man. I was yeah. there for a couple of years. And I'd been going to Gaston College and had kind of met up with some guys who would be very important and very influential with us yes. to, to today. Yes. To, to modern, to right now exactly. as, as we speak. And those guys were Two Dogs, David Hayes, and the ultimate weapon, Chris Stowe, or Chris Williams as he wrestled right. under. There were a couple others in that. Uh, there was also Smiley Stewart, yep. you know, our first referee. you got to give Smiley props. you also got to bring up E-Man Jeff Blackwell, yes. you know, who was one of our first ring announcers and who was there with us from day one as well, man. Um, you, had, you had Carrie Stowe, you know, Chris's uh, well girlfriend at the time who would uh, help run concessions and yeah. take tickets for when we did start doing our independent thing. And um, Chris Baker. Chris Baker, man, my old partner, my yep. old radio partner, Chris Baker, man, I got to give him a shout-out, brother. Dr. Love is in the house, always is in the house. Yep. Uh, but yeah, man, we had a good... We had a good running crew. We had a good crew, man, that got yeah. into this stuff. But I remember we reunited yep. uh, at a show in Lincoln. Yes, sir. At, at the uh, old armory. National Guard Armory. And who, do you, why don't you talk a little bit about that, that Mike? <laughs> well, the organization itself was called PWF. PWF, that's correct. Uh, right. That's, that's right. Damn, I forgot that. That's right. Uh, Professional Wrestling, Wrestling Federation. Federation. <laughs> hey, man, it, it, you know. Simple enough. It there works. You go. It hey, works. Hey, hey, yeah. Fits. PWF has got, got a good ring to it. Yep. This was headed up by... Uh, two guys we were familiar with from Crockett Days. That's right. The Italian Stallion yes, and George South. George South, man. Yeah. Both tremendous, tremendous athletes, yeah. man. Tremendous, um, yeah, just tremendous and, workers. Enhancement. Man. You know, yeah. enhancement talent for Crockett and, and some with Vince. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, enhancement. But mostly in Crockett. But, I mean, you're talking enhancement, though, that, I mean, my God, man, South and Flair could go out. Oh, yeah. And, and put on a clinic. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, these guys, you know, definitely. And this is this is a time, you know, they were they're bringing guys in, independent guys, you know, uh, that weren't known at, right. at all, uh, except for you know maybe maybe one or two. Right, right. You'd have the headliners, and you know, and for this, this is a different time in our lives yes. too, because <laughs> we're a little younger at the time. Yeah, we're we're well, we're not the young baby face loving oh no uh <laughs> let's say little marks that we are were you know it's gotta be hogan it's gotta be dusty it's gotta be rock and roll yeah so no we were we were a little older and more cynical yes yes and smart asses and smart, smart asses, asses and we were heel heel big, hungry big, big time heel fans man. yes so that that made a huge difference but that made it a lot more fun for us, for us. maybe not for them but Definitely for us, man. And, uh, you know, Mike, we were getting heat before we even learned to wrestle. Yeah. <laughs> we got more heat. Than, I, I mean, I'm not even trying to brag here, bro, but we got more heat than some of the workers got. Yeah. Because, uh, we, once again, we were smart asses. We, we had no I, respect. I, I hate that. Because you know, we, <laughs> we essentially did hijack a show. Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah. And, and then as we got older, we're like, damn, we were really dicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for sure. really, we for were sure. dickheads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
But, uh, man, we uh, do you want to tell the Chris Hamrick story? Oh, you, do it. Do it. <laughs> do well, it. First of all, Chris Hamrick is a great worker, man. This guy, he did some oh, time yeah. in, in ECW. And, um, you know, he never really broke out, but he is definitely known in the circles, and he's definitely respected. But, but years before ECW and years before he got any national exposure, the first time I ever saw him was at this show right. in, in Lincoln at the Armory that me and Mike were talking about. Now, it was me, it was Mikey, it was Christo, I believe E-Man was there, yeah. and maybe Smiley, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Uh, Baker may have been there. I know Dogs was not there. I remember that he was, I'm pretty sure he was somewhere else. Uh, I think him and JJ were dating at the I think time. Billy, Billy Morrow was there, too. Billy might have went. I yes. think so. I think so, yeah. yeah. So, so in other words, man, we're all smart asses. We're all disrespectful dickheads, but oh, we're yeah. all but yeah. we're all huge wrestling marks. Right. But throughout the entire show, we would rank people's moves. So, oh, so if somebody man. would do like a Frankenstein, we would say we'd give it a seven or an eight out yeah. of ten. Yeah. A lot of times we'd give a five. You know, sometimes we would just a be two. A, a two, a two, you oh, know, boo. or a boo, or we'd just boo them. Well, Hamrick come out, and, and I would say Hamrick was probably one of the most talented guys yeah, at this sure. show. For he sure, he was a high flyer. He was, and you know, he was he, on point, man. He, he he had that Ricky Morton. Yes, he looked like Ricky persona. Morton's brother. Yeah. Really, yeah. man. I mean, they yeah. could have been brothers. Yeah. I mean, they had the long bleach blonde mullet. You know, still rocking the mullet. Right. Um, At a time where that was on the downswing, bro. Yeah. <laughs> it was on. The, I just cut mine. Actually, I just cut <laughs> mine like a year before. So it was definitely right. time yeah. for him to yeah. you know start disappearing. But here's, Some people still have. They, oh no, no. They, they've hung on to the the mullet. Oh, dude, I still oh, see yeah. them every once in a while today. Yeah, I mean, they're still. I see I, mullets and, and and mullet rat tails and. Oh yeah. Oh, oh get, get a little blonde brother, tip on the internet, motherfucker. Brother, boy. Brother. I ain't even gonna lie, man. Hey, dude. Oh, if I hell. had the patience, I'd grow my shit out. Perm that <laughs> motherfucker. Don't even think I went to perm that son of a bitch. Boy, put some highlights in it. Shit. But I I ain't gonna talk about my mullet envy right now. I have to go through the Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Well, I was going to say, man, we may have to do the Scarlet's. Yeah. <laughs> like the Hogan Scarlet, yeah. you know. But, man, we gave Chris Hammer. Chris Hammer's putting on, really, honestly, got a 10-point match, man. Well, we score him like a was six. It? it? was pretty good, was it man. Really? I, it was pretty good, what I recall of it, man. I, he, I, I, also, think, I, I know he did a spot on the outside. That was really good. Yeah. And which, he said, what y'all think about that, motherfuckers, or something like and, that. And he stuck up his middle finger. And he gigged us. He gigged us. He gigged us. He was like, a baby face. Yeah, we, we, we got that guy so hot at us, even being the ultimate baby. Says what? Rank that motherfucker's gigas, huh. and we're like, nah, dude, that's like an eight what? or nine. We were like, no, nah, we'll give you an eight on that dude. one. <laughs> he gave us a one. Why are you gigging us? <laughs> we broke that motherfucker, man. I guess. But you know, Mike, what was so awesome about that show is it for us, it started a whole new trend of me, you, Christo. I, and I usually just put Christo in this because we would always like David would come around, Baker would come around. But the three of us would start hitting these shows. Yeah. Really, really uh, uh, consistently, you right. know, to the point where we started knowing some of the workers. Yeah. And we started knowing some of, uh, you know, the promoters as well. So let me ask you, Mike, do you remember a wrestler? And I know I know what you're going to say. Obviously, you're going to remember this guy. But just to put it over for the putts, tell us a little bit about Snotty Scotty Piper. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Did you expect me to bring that's, him up, brother? That's, not a, that's a name I've not heard in a long <laughs> Holy Was that crap. not something else, brother? Did you know I was even going to bring him up, bro? No. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Tell us a little bit about him, bro. Wow, I haven't heard that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Snotty Scotty, bro. Snotty Scotty Piper. Holy 
crap. Well, first of all, he, he was doing a Roddy Piper gimmick. You know, he was doing the kilt. You know, he was basically a Roddy Piper impersonator yeah. To, yeah. A, to, to a certain degree. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But my God, man! Oh no, he was the he was our sweetheart. <laughs> I don't know why. why. I don't know why he didn't. He couldn't really get mad at us. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I I forgot about him. Gosh, I forgot about him. He's so good too. He was great. He was he so was great, good man. too. He was great. I don't know why he, he did that Piper gimmick. No, he but you know he also did another gimmick later on. You remember that he he started teaming with a guy and they did a tag team gimmick. We worked a show with those guys, way back in the day, man. As their tag gimmick, he he, he quit using the kilt and all that. Really? Yeah, we worked a show. One of our first independent shows, we worked with them. Yeah, because I remember like, hey, I, dude, I was being a mark. No, I remember. <laughs> I remember another show that we did in as Lenore. And he was that. on that one. Yeah, yeah, he was on that one too. And yeah. he was in that battle royal. Yeah, yeah. But he was doing the kill still at yeah, that time. Yeah, he was time. still doing yeah, the kill yeah. on that one. But man, we, for whatever reason, we took to Snotty Scotty. Yeah. Like we I would mean, give, he was, he was good. But man, we would, we were very, uh, what's the word, Mike? We would give, we were very critical yeah. of a lot of the workers. Right. You know, we were smart asses. We were there to be dicks. We were there, not, you know, I mean, we were sometimes just there to be assholes. You know, to be we were smarts. We were smarts, man. And we were smart asses. We were disrespectful. <laughs> Pretty much, man, we were the uh, workers' worst fan nightmare, basically. But not with Snotty Scotty. We, we were kind of the ECW crowd we before were. the ECW crowd kind of took off. You know, Mike, that's a good analogy, man. And I totally get that. Yeah. 100%, man. I totally agree because, with that. Because, you know, I think we had outgrown that the old style, though. Absolutely. Yeah, at that time. Older and cynical. Right, yeah. Or more cynical yeah. at the time. But, man, not when it came to Snotty Scotty. We loved this guy. And he yeah. was And he was the heel. It was so weird. And it was so funny, man, because he actually started acknowledging us. I remember that, man. Yeah. He would actually say, oh, God. Like, he, when he came out, we would all stand up and just go, Scotty, yeah. Snotty. Yeah. And he would just yeah. roll his eyes like, oh, shit. Not and those guys. Those like, guys again. Because he would want heat. I remember that show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Where was that at? Again. <laughs> oh, brother, I can't. I can't was it I Belmont? Can't. It had to be either Belmont or Belmont Holly. Say, it was one yeah, or the other. I want to say it was one of the two. I always got those two confused, yeah. man. I think it may have been Mount Holly, but I'm not, brother. I don't know. Right, man. Last week gets a little, gets a little shady sometimes. I can't remember that. I just remember how just enamored we were with Snotty Scotty, man. And but all those guys on that circuit, him and the Latin Lover, about the only two that I oh really remember. And the skinheads, and the skinheads. Whoa. Well, hey, you yeah, want to tell the skinhead story? Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, those guys. Wow. Okay, no. Wow. <laughs> okay, so I don't get mixed up because. Like I said, these things get. Were you with us when we went to the, the Mount Holly show with Boogie? I don't think so. I don't think it was at that show. Okay. I don't. Nah. Did we work it or was it just no? In the crowd? No, just in I the was crowd. There. Okay. When yeah. he just got his headband yeah, tattooed. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. He I got the tattoo that. on yes, his forehead. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah. I was at that show. Yeah. Real skinny. You forgot about that one, I was didn't at you? that one. I did yeah. forget about it. Yeah. But yes, I was at that show. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah, that's where I saw a lot of those other guys too. You know, started singing. I, I don't know if Scotty was on that one. I can't remember. But, you know, and that's I think that's where we met, like, uh, um, Warren. 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 And Warren Sharp is the guy who basically trained us and yeah. broke us into yeah. to wrestling. Well, we'll probably do a shoot and one he day. he was the skinhead's manager. <laughs> yes. Okay, so. And Chris Stowe was a skinhead. Yeah. A couple nights. At least that right. one, in, one night. On. Yeah. And you know the story I'm going to 
go into. Oh. I mean, I guess we'll tell cheap, it. Cheap. Cheap heat. Cheap heat. And yeah. this was like, this was like, ooh, guys. And I guess we'll tell it. I mean, it yeah, was, sure. it, it, yeah, it was a pretty that? controversial yeah. thing. I remember even Chris Stowe was like, I had no idea they were doing Because Stowe was out there. Right. Stowe was a yeah. part of this. and Because yeah. after the show, he was a little hot. He was like, yeah, I didn't know they was, were going. He was like, eh, what the hell is this? No, yeah. Nobody said anything to him. Yeah. No. Like, ladies and gentlemen, what these guys did. And let's be completely honest. A skinhead gimmick's going to be heat anyway. That's, that's in my opinion, that's a little cheap heat to begin yeah. with. Um, yeah. Cheap heat's good, man. I mean, I, I'm a I fan thought of it cheap. Was, honestly, yeah. I just thought the gimmick was past, uh, passe. Passe. It was. Passe. It was just past it. Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. You work this German, you know, skinhead stuff. I mean, this is the nineties. Yeah, this is. It's yeah. like, come on, man. But what they did, even on top of that. Basically, I'm just going to say it, man, is they had a black baby doll, uh-huh. and they had it on the end of a rope. Yeah. A noose. A noose. And, and I yeah. mean, you know, they showed this to the crowd. They didn't tell anybody what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. And, and our friend Chris Stowe is out there, yeah. and, you know, Stowe's not like that. You know, now he's playing the gimmick. It's a gimmick. It's a right. role, man. It's a movie. You know I mean? It's not real. Yeah. But when they pull something like that out, oh, yeah. we were all like, yeah. Jesus, man, this yeah. is that's pushing it, you know. Yeah. Um, and and you sometimes you man, get that. Oh, you, you know, know, you know, we were up in the in the baby, uh, little dressing room, dressing room yeah, upstairs. Yeah. And uh, I remember, was it the Latin Lover? The, the Latin guy Lovers? got hot. Latin Lover was there. Fast Eddie was there. Fast Eddie, yeah. Both yeah. of these are, are Latin Lover. Obviously, is Hispanic. Obviously, yeah. and uh, Fast Eddie was is a black man. Yeah. You know, and they didn't know this shit was going on no. either. And they're up here like, what? What the? I mean, we were all like, yeah, damn, dude. You know what the hell, man? Yeah. And and I hate to say it, but I think that actually got over where we were at with some of the crowd, man. It looked like some of the crowd actually got into it. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, man. (laughs) Anything like that, you know, it's just like, God, it's just so. They're, so unnecessary. It was, it was, yeah. There's it was cheap heat. It's cheap. And then there's cheap. unnecessarily cheap heat, yeah. man. Like, I was always being the first one to get cheap heat as a, as a hill. Yeah, you people suck, you dirt farmers. That's cheap, but hell, man. It works. Yeah. Man, dude, when you, yeah. But anyway, I guess I, I would like to bring that up just to show how Wild West uh, yeah, it was still some raw. of these shows can get. It was get. still raw. Yes, man. Uh, For man, sure. I, I mean, I'm talking taking it to extremes. And you know, Mike, that's roughly about the time that we started breaking into wrestling because yeah. you know we, you know, once we kept hanging out with these, you know, or kept going to these shows and hanging out afterwards, meet some of the guys. Chris Stowe being the man he is, yeah, he's just like, hey, I'm getting into this. You yeah, know, oh yeah. Made the connections, brought us in, and you know, booyah, booyah. Next thing you know, man, you know, we're doing our own thing. But you know, Mike, we'll, we'll talk about stuff we've done, you know, a little bit later on. You know, let's bring it back into the actual events we went to because. Not well, only then after that we would start, you know, we'd hit the little indie shows at first, but right. after that we started hitting like the nitros, nitros, the rolls, uh, the pay per views. Oh my god! Yes. What was the first one we did? Man, I'm thinking that it was the pay per view. I think it was Spring Stampede. No, Slamboree. 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 You're right, man. Yep. And it was the main event was Kevin Green, Ric Flair. And Roddy Piper, Roddy Piper. Yep. yes, against Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, and X Pac. Well, it was six, six, six at the yep. time. Um, because Hulk Hogan was not at that show, and no. I remember being very disappointed. I wanted, no. to, I really wanted to go to that, or I really wanted him to be at that show, yeah, and he didn't make it. Now, Mike, you know, we was talking about ticket prices a little bit ago. Do you remember this? Uh-huh. All right, we were third or fourth row, I can't uh-huh. remember. 
I forget how much we ended up spending, man. It was like a hundred bucks or something, man. It was a lot of money. Yeah. Because I remember I bought those tickets. Y'all gave me the money, and I yep. went. And I I was first in line, man. Do you know? And I know you do know this, but just for the puss know, the people sitting directly behind us, one row back. I think only paid like sixty for theirs. Yeah. It was like a forty dollar difference with one row, and I still couldn't see shit because uh-huh. all the tall motherfuckers yeah. in front of me. And Mikey Payne went to the goddamn guardrail yeah. and never got busted, man. I was so I hated on you, man. I hated on you so bad because you got away with it, man. They busted me. They busted Smiley. They busted Stowe. They busted dogs. They did not bust you. And I was like, this motherfucker. And you got to watch the whole show from the guardrail. And yep. oh man, I, I'm just happy somebody I know got to do it. But that was a I'll fun say, show. That was that was such a good show because just for the main event itself oh, yeah. it was amazing that was great uh it's probably the only time you would ever see the nwa put over anybody anybody all anybody. at the same time yep. man. yeah they all got their finishers especially kevin green a football player yeah now this is also in charlotte you know right when the panthers were panthers were white huge. white hot man yeah. kevin green was white white yeah. hot in charlotte man and it worked. Yeah. It worked. And Kevin Green actually did pretty good, man. You Let's know? Uh, another thing that happened was uh, DDP. we had DDP come in like right beside of us because we were on that, that end aisle. Yeah, right, you right. Know, that, that, you know, DDP just, I don't know. Hey, there's DDP. Yeah, yeah. You got a crush with him. Oh, my God, you know. And he came right right beside you, yeah, right? Yeah, And not only that, man, but Ernest DeCap Miller oh debuted God, that night. Wow. Somebody who does not get enough recognition, oh, dude. I so good. Love so funny. Ernie Miller, man. I so loved funny. him, yeah. man, as a heel. Yeah. Somebody better call my mama. Oh, dude, that shit was dude. phenomenal, and he just did not get half of, no. of what he deserved. Mm-hmm. Not to mention he was like a world-class martial artist, man. Yeah. I mean, this guy's the real yeah. deal. And he took to professional wrestling like he did. So let's take a moment to appreciate Ernest the Cat Miller yeah, just absolutely. for one moment, man. Because yeah. he debuted and we got to witness him debut in That's professional true. wrestling, man. That's true. And I became such a fan of his. But when he went heel, dude, I was done. I was like, this guy's the shit. All right. <laughs> uh, you talk about ticket prices. Uh, what, were, what were the beer prices like? Man, man, all right, people. See, Mikey just gave me a look. Y'all can't see this shit. Let me tell y'all a story, okay? I, I got to be careful how I tell this story. <laughs> I, I don't want to, I don't want to, um, you know, I don't want to put myself in any bad situations. Let's no, just, hell, let's do it. Well, fuck it, man. Hell, this was back in, what, 97, I guess? Yeah, it was 97. All right, man, I had taken some pretty good LSD the night before. Okay. Some really good LSD, right. man. Me and a friend. We went to a party. Let's put it out there. Uh, Mike was at this party. We were all at this party. Let's it was at David it. Hayes' house, Two right. Dogs Hayes. Yeah. Me and uh, uh, me and his girlfriend at the time, Katie, we were we were the only two on it, but uh, we were on it pretty heavily. Uh, the reason I... That's a whole other story. No, that goes into... Oh, man, that had an entire party, man. We could do a podcast on that party oh. alone. Needless to say, the, the two people... Well, Mike, you, I include you with uh-huh. me and Katie... Me and Katie were probably the two most fucked up people on the planet. Mikey was up there, and we were the only three that had any fucking sense in that party, is all I'm going to say. Yeah. We were the only three that did not absolutely Loser. go bat shit insane being... Yes. I yeah. mean, we were just looking at static on the television, loving the hell out of that. Yeah. Everybody else was just being stupid yeah. and shit. Anyway, the, the, the reason I'm telling that is I didn't get any sleep. A lot of stuff happened at that party, man. A lot of weirdness went on that had nothing to do with the trippers. It was everybody else. But I was beat up, man, the next day. I was burnt out. I was tired. I was ill. You know, just the whole nine yards. But I was going to this wrestling show. So yeah, I was yeah. really happy. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, Smiley Stewart, 
went with us. He was our first referee, and I, Smiley's a, a good friend of mine. Uh, we've remained good friends these all these years. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to say that you know me and me and Smiley try to get together at least once a year for <laughs> Christmas, and you know, and I love it, man. I look forward to it every year. I really do. But now this day, Smiley wasn't really on my good side, man. <laughs> because I, no, he was he was on your right side. He was on my right side, actually. No, he was on my left. Now I'm thinking about it, he was on the left to me. This son of a bitch. Let me tell you, people. Let me tell you what happened. Okay, I've been up uh-huh. tripping balls all night. Had had a blast at the party, even though this shit got crazy and yep. stupid. I still had a good time. Uh, had fun. I was just beat up, but man, I had enough money. Cause you know, man, I've always, you know, I've never had a lot of lot of money. You know, I've, I've always, you know, kind of scraped here and there, whatever, man. It works, but uh, I scraped enough money for one beer. Uh huh. Cause you know, beers back in those days cost like fifty or sixty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> They were expensive, but they, they, they gave you a lot of beer, man. I mean, really, one one beer, if you're just sipping on it, you ain't looking to get fucked up, man. You know, it could last the show, you know. Yeah. Well, bro, I had this. It was like the Holy Grail, man. I like, oh, I got my beer. I took one sip. Oh. I was like, thank God, man, I got this beer. This you tasty, know, this tasty. This tasty. Oh, man, it was frosty. Beer. Oh, it was so good, man. It tasted so good on my tongue, man. I was like, ah, oh. one little sip. I set it down. I'm like, okay, man, I'm going to watch my beer. As soon as I did that shit, Smiley fucking put something under my chair. Hey, Jason, can hey, I put this Yeah, here? let me put this banner under here. Ka-choosh! Man, it looked like the great fucking flood of beer. <laughs> I was like, I took one sip out of the son of a bitch, man. Oh, I just looked at Smiley. I'm like, look. I'm like, I ain't mad at you. I'm like, go, just go give me a beer. Then he starts all doing the uh-uh-uh dance. Uh-uh-uh, well, I ain't got no money. Uh-uh-uh, I don't know where to go. Uh-uh. I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, look, man. And I told him straight up, I'm like, I don't care if you got to go suck a dick in the bathroom. <laughs> You're my... Go rob a fucking bank. Oh, God. You go give me a fucking beer, man. I know. He did. But he did, man. He did. He made it right, man. He he went and he got me a beer. I don't know how he got it. I never asked him how he got no. the money. Yeah. But uh, he got don't the money. Don't... don't. But that was the one thing that stuck out to me. That, that in the main event, because I, I just can't tell you how much I was coming in this beer. I was like, because oh, I was man. just so burned out, man. I partied. You know, I partied a little bit back in, man. Back in those days, I did, I did oh, some yeah. shit, you know. Yeah. I, I, I would experiment a little bit here and there. And, man, I was just like, this is this is what I've waited on all day was just one beer. And I was only going to drink one beer all night. That was it. And then that son spilled it. But he made it right. But, bro, Ooh. I can't tell you how I felt watching that beer wash away. Oh, just down the aisle, I'm dude. like, it, no, I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Mike, we'll get back. I don't want to tell any more drug stories. Oh, man. <laughs> not today, not today. Yeah. Anyway, that's a one. Oh man, and I know you, I, man. As soon one. as you brought that shit up, you looked at me, Mike. I'm like, oh no, man. <laughs> that was the greatest thing. That, that, was, that was fun. Was. Looking back, I can laugh on it now, yeah. but boy, when it happened, it was like as the beer spilled, I felt my breath leave my body. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, my soul, my soul was leaving with the beer. Yeah, but, I know he had already <laughs> gotten heat with Chris. For some reason, on that dude, they always had heat. Man. Oh, Smiley and Stowe. Hey, he was threatening to like snap his neck or something. Which was like not that. the fucking first time, no. man. Uh, no. Let me tell us Taco Bell story. Oh my god! Right quick, and you'll probably hear this on. And then we we, we got to jump back onto it, man. We we are getting we're kind of starting to get into that golden time here. But yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we're <laughs> well. This is this is probably one of the peaks. Yeah, this is kind of yeah, this is kind of toward the end, really, yeah, man. Yeah. You know. But uh, I'll save the Taco Bell story for another time. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll yeah. save it for another time. But, um, yeah, so so the pay-per-view, and then I know we went to a Nitro. I remember us going to a Nitro. And I got a David Hayes story 
about okay. that nitro yeah, show. Yeah. Do you remember this, man? Do you remember we went to Jerry? Uh, God, what was Jerry? But no, we went to Jerry's house uh-huh. and, and pre-gained a little bit. Okay. Well, do I? Do you remember this? And I know it was that nitro show. It had to be. Maybe well, anyway, it was a wrestling show. I think you were there, but Dogs was going with us. Right. I got Dogs stoned, man. You know, Dogs didn't smoke a lot of grass, man. So, you know, to my knowledge, he still does. Right. And he's always been kind of sporadic with it. I was like, come on, man, let's get high. You know, let's get high before we go to this wrestling show. All right, man. All right. So we ought to get this motherfucker ripped, boy. I mean, uh-huh. we just smoking up, smoking up, and we go to Subway. Now, man, there's a little bit of a line in Subway. I think you were there, Mike. I can't remember, man. But I just know I started fucking with dogs pretty bad, man, because, you know, we were waiting in line. I right. got bored. So the whole time I'm whispering, and I had a little bit more tolerance to it. You know, I was a little bit more of a vet. You know, right. dogs was pretty new. You know, he didn't smoke a lot. So it was affecting him a little bit heavier than it was me, you know. So I'm in his ear, and I'm like, hey, man, when you get up to the front, that lady's going to ask you what you want to eat. <laughs> I'm like, you. I'm like, whatever you do, man, you got to be cool, man. You got to maintain. Don't laugh, man. Don't, right. don't freak out. Just tell her what you want to eat. Uh-huh. Well, man, I'm doing this the entire time. I'm like, for real, man, don't freak out. You know, maintain, brother, maintain. Don't. All right. She's going to ask you, man. You got to be cool. Shut up, man. He's all. He's getting back. Shut up, man. Shut <laughs> up, man. I'm good. I'm good. You know, quit fucking with me. I'm like, nah, man. I'm for real. You know, I'm egging him on, egging him on, but hyping him up, hyping him up, man. Finally, the lady's like, "May I take your order?" This motherfucker laughs, dude. He just ah, laughs, spits all like all over the shit, man. And I'm like, no, man, you didn't oh, maintain. No. no, no, man. Nope. Nope. But uh. <laughs> That's a, Will he maintain? He no, did he not. Won't. He didn't maintain on that one, nope. man. But that was just one of the funniest moments, dude. And we ended up eating our sandwich and we went to the show. But uh, I think you were there, Mike. But I, I know. know. I was. I was. I know. I was at the Nitros. I, I just don't remember that, that particular one. Or yeah, I think it was that one. I'm not sure. I man. remember. I remember. Uh, I remember the Nitro with uh, Flair. What and Flair and Hogan and I think um Piper Charles Barkley was, was Piper there? there. I think Piper was there. No, right? Savage. I know Savage was there. Okay. Charles Barkley was there. See now I don't think I went to this one, man. That doesn't no, sound no, familiar. No, not that one. Um not no, not that one, I'm sorry. Um Jeez. The one. It it was one oh gosh, what was it? No, it, it was a tag team match. And I can't remember who was tagging with Flair, but they were against Macho and Hogan. I'd say, I didn't think Hogan was that the one I went to. I want to say he was. Now, the one I See, remember. See, this is where it's This is where together. it starts getting bleed, yes. It gets blended together. What but I, I remember also the Nitro, the uh, one after the War Games where they injured Flair. That's the one I'm thinking Kurt, of. Kurt Hannon came out in the Flair robe. And yeah. one Piper at that one and like sat down in the ring through the entire intermission like i say man i i, wow. I never got to see hulk hogan right as nwo hogan yeah uh, that i know man so he was not at that show it's like hogan had an issue coming to charlotte back yeah oh, it's yeah, of flair i remember vividly the one show with him and and flair and i think they wound up him and savage took the loss on that one yeah yeah so and because for the most part they got both got booed booed yeah yeah they could they just couldn't yeah. do anything in uh, charlotte so uh, I know I never got to see N.W. Hogan, but the the Nitro that I remember, uh, the big show, obviously he was still the Giant at the time, and he was in the N.W.O. because I remember thinking just how huge he was. Right. And I remember Roddy Piper coming out, and he sat down in the middle of the ring, and I kept thinking, like, where the hell is he still in the ring? Come to find out they were doing a commercial break. 
And I, that tripped me out because I watched the tape later. Shrancy had taped it, and I watched right. it. I'm like, oh, that's what was going on. Right. But like I said, Mike, you know, they do, especially at that stage, I've already told on myself about smoking dope and taking LSD, so, you know, oh, everybody's yeah. like, well, shit, he ain't going to remember what the fuck happened, you know, yesterday. Oh, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Excuse me, but. Uh, well, I mean, we would drink it up and, and hit the shows. Oh, yeah, man, yeah. yeah. And we would drink up. Before and after, <laughs> after the mean, show, we would pre-game, we would post-game, yeah. we would do it during the game. Uh, the only nitro I wasn't at that was that was pretty important in the timeline of everything was the one that that when Sean Likens ran into the oh, ring. Hey, oh, man. the Macho Man, dude. Yeah. Sean called me that night before, and he was like, uh, he's like, hey, man, watch me. I'm going to jump in on the Macho Man. Like, all right, okay, uh, all okay, right. Yeah, all right. yeah, whatever, man. Okay, cool, cool. I was at your house. Yeah, it was me, you, and Shrontsy. Yeah. And, uh, well, that was every Monday night. Yeah. That, that was every Monday. Me, you, and Shrontsy would always have Monday Nitro and, and Raw parties. Yep. I remember I was messing with my drum machine. I just got a drum machine for Christmas. Yeah. Because I had my headphones on. Yep. Because you were like, dude, it's Sean. It's fucking Sean. And I'm like, what? And I pulled off my headphones and I, I pulled myself out of that drum machine. Fucking get his head stopped. <laughs> yeah, no. I t- <laughs> Macho Man put a fucking beating on him, man. Oh, my but God. But he was cool, man. I yeah, talked yeah. to him the next day or next day or two. And I, he was like, man, how's, well, how'd it go? And he was like, yeah, Macho Man came up to me and asked me how my head was. Yeah. And, you know, told me not to be doing that. But he, he, he was cool, man. He took it. You know, cool Sean. You know, he yeah. took it in stride. And, uh, but I, I, that, I wish I could find it. It's not on YouTube anymore. I was trying to show oh, it to man. somebody a while back, and oh, I could not pull it geez. up. Man. I think they pulled it down. But uh, that was a crazy one. Yeah. But, you know, Mike, I went to a Raw uh, one time. Me and you did not go to this one. I went with a guy mm-hmm. I used to work with. Now, me and you drank all day before that show. I don't know if you remember that. Because me, you, and Dan huh. Terry, when Dan was staying with you, I showed up right. and got hammered. And then went with my buddy Mike Reynolds and went to watch Raw that night. Oh, yeah. Now, man, I'm going to tell you like this, Mike. You know, I'd sobered up by the time, you know, uh, the, the show had started and everything. And we were at the very top. I mean, I could literally reach my hand up and touch oh, the geez. ceiling. I mean, yeah. we were absolutely 100% in the nosebleeds, yeah. man. Um, but, bro, when Stone Cold came out, that I've never felt that kind of electricity in my life. Once again, dude, I've seen Van Halen, I've mm-hmm. seen Sabbath, I've seen ACDC. Yeah. I've seen some great bands. I've never, ever, ever felt that kind of excitement or energy. When that glass broke, wow. you were a part of it. Oh yeah. I mean, you felt it, man. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know, let, let's get this thing going. Yeah. Um, so, Mike, let me ask you, man, because uh, I know we're kind of starting to push toward the end of our show here. So, I just want to ask you, brother, what was the last, I guess, Big show, not not necessarily independent wow, show. Last, last big, big WWE. Big event. Yeah. Uh, let me try try to remember the date on that. Uh, 2016. Okay. Uh, I took uh, my niece Hannah to a house show in Charlotte. Okay. Uh, I want to say it was 2016. Um, and we got some pretty good, you know, it was pretty good tickets. We got, you know, right beside the entrance, uh, that entrance ramp right there. A few rows back. Um, let's see, who all was there? Of course, Roman Reigns. Right. Big Show. Gosh, I'm trying to remember who all was there. Charlotte Flair. Right. Which was... Oh, know, I'm sure was she kind was... Of, kind of surreal. Right. To see that. Um, oh, man. I'm, I'm trying to remember who all who all was there now. <laughs> well, <laughs> I feel bad about that. Uh, 
Because it was a, it was a good show. It was right. a house show. It was a good show. Um, no, it was a lot of fun, and I think she had a blast. That, and that that's yeah. what counts, yeah. man. And I tell you, dude, the last big show I went to, but they I, were expensive, really damn tickets. How much? So it was it was. Uh, if you don't mind me asking about how much, uh, let's see. All together, I think we put about about a hundred dollars a ticket. Really? Wow, man. Uh, for a house show. For a house. For a house yeah, show. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty steep, man. Yeah. Well, I tell you, the last show I went to, I couldn't tell you the date, but I and I couldn't tell you all the show or all the matches. Now this, I'm I'm pretty sure was post war. I'm pretty sure WWE is a WWE right. show. Can't remember the show itself. I can't remember all the matches. I remember I was not impressed, but I do remember the one match that was really just like what the hell. It was the kennel match. The Al Snow versus Big Boss Man in the kennel. Do you you? That was Charlotte, man. Yeah, that happened in Charlotte. You saw that. And I was there, and that was the last show I went to. Oh, hell. It no was, wonder. I went with Billy. Me and Billy Morrow went. Really? Yeah, so honest to God, man. I ran into Christo and Carrie Stowe there. But that one was a stinker. Holy buddy. crap. That was, I that just was giving up wrestling altogether. Well, that, that. I mean, that was the last big show I've been to, man. Right. Now, uh, I did go to an independent show a few years ago. It was a, a George South show. Uh-huh. Uh, our friend uh, Zane Riley right. was there. I uh, went to see him. Me and David Hayes went to go watch him and support him. And uh, yeah. Good show. Yeah. All in all, man, yeah. very good show. It was a spot show. You know, right. no, you know, no kind of... Um, drama or no kind of storylines or anything like that right but it was great man yeah. i mean it was really good a lot of talent on that show man obviously south you know is god man he's he's so talented and good and man and george south is like 100 years old and he's in better shape than most 30 year olds I yeah mean, seriously that, man, that is a fact i really don't know how old george south is i was making you know i was making a joke All obviously right, yeah. i know he's not 100 but he's got to at least be in his 60s man i would say a- at least and yeah. this guy's in phenomenal phenomenal oh, yeah. phenomenal shape yeah I mean, Jesus, man. I mean, he's out here outworking most of the guys in their 20s, you know. Right. And uh, But, you know, Mike, I think we, we ought to at least briefly, and I, know, I don't think you've been to a show in a long time, and it's been a, a couple years for me, but, you know, man, we got to at least bring up the MWF. Oh, you absolutely, know, we got to bring man. up our hometown, man. Yeah. Our, um, once again, a, a connection. You know, we have a connection right. with the MWF that uh, goes back, well, since 99, you yeah. know, I mean, a yeah. long time ago. And, um, you know, man, the last show I went to see them, well, I've been to one other since, but they had onslaught last night so i went last year to the onslaught i think it's been a year man hell man i'll be two by now shit i don't once again man, time, time yeah. runs away great show yeah. yeah i just want to put it over man yeah. uh, i need to get back out and check them out again i'm just i get lazy dude i go to bed so damn early and uh but uh, i gotta say man those guys are putting on the show and if you haven't gone to see him lately go out and check them out man i mean I jeff know. has got i mean man dude he has really gone all out he has pretty much redone the whole inside of that place. It looks great. The well, like I told you uh, when I saw it, uh, what, a week ago? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, if you had told me that was the the Howard's Creek uh, Veterans Center, Definitely. I would have told you you're a damn liar. Uh, absolutely, man. That's how. <laughs> there's no yeah. way. Dude, it looks great in oh, there. Oh, my God. And only that, man, but, you know, uh, with the production value of yeah. their videos that they're putting Studio. out now, man. I mean, dude, that shit looks straight up like Studio quality. Hollywood, man. Yeah. Uh, and I'm proud to say I recorded some new music. Jeff, I hope you play the new music and not the old one, man. I hate that old song. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> <laughs> or at least the updated version, man. That's what I've been doing for yeah. the last two days. I updated yeah. it. But uh, <laughs> appease the, the artist in yeah, here. Please, the artist, man. And please, please use the other music. Yeah. Use the other music, Jeff. But nah, man, it sounds... I mean, excuse me, it, the, the the song sounds okay, but man, the, the production quality is tremendous. Yeah. And they got another show coming up, I believe it's going to be on the 
fourth, maybe. I know they just had one. They just had it last night, man. Yeah. So well, two uh, weeks from yesterday. Yeah, so around the twenty something, man. Well, I well, never. Uh, what is that? Let's <laughs> I never do it. Yeah, man. twenty twenty second. It'd be the twenty second. Twenty second. Yeah, twenty second. Yeah. So. Uh, Definitely get out there and check them out, man. 508 Howard's Creek School Road. They put on a great show. If you got kids, man, there's nothing better to do with your kids than to take them out. Let them cut loose, man. Let them yell. Once again, it's interactive. Yeah. You know, the kids can't yell at the movie, people. They yeah. can't, they can't, you know. They can, but, they, but nobody. It's frowned upon. It's very highly frowned upon. Don't yeah. be a dick. Is what we're trying to say, man. If you got kids, well, my kids won't go to see a, a, you know, a horror movie too at 11 o'clock at night. No, man, fuck that shit. Take them to the wrestling show, man, where they can get into shit and not bother everybody. Right. You know, right. keep the little right. shits right. under control and take yeah. them to the wrestling show. But all jokes aside, man, give them a chance if you haven't in a while. And uh, go check them out, man. They're um, you know, they're doing their thing, and we definitely want to thank them for all the support that they've yeah. given us. Uh, thank you guys, and uh, you know, we definitely want to return that favor. And um, yeah, well, man. Just, well, I'll tell you what. Well, I ask one question, that I'm going to get a, to a couple <laughs> more questions. Okay. Um, have you ever met a wrestler that was just a total dick? Man, not really. Not not that I've ever met personally. Not that I can. No, not really. Not. Not I right can't. Off. I can't think of any. Not, not a total day. No, I cannot think of anybody. No, um, I mean, I've only met a handful. You know, I've only met like I met Terry Gordy. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's favorite. another. There's a we story. We didn't even talk about we that. We didn't even talk we about. We didn't even get into that. Wow. Yeah. Let, you want to let's let's you want you think we can squeeze it in right quick? Um. Yeah, we, we got a little time. Man. Okay, we, yeah, 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 we got time. Let's give that Terry Gordy story. <laughs> I am a huge. I love yes. Terry Gordy. Yes, meet meeting Terry Gordy. Probably was, one of my yeah. one of my favorite wrestlers Absolutely. of all time. One of my favorite meeting of anyone yeah. ever was Terry Gordy. Yeah. Um, well, you go ahead, man. I, well, I know you remember a lot. Me for me, it it was more just just meeting him and getting to talk to him. Yes. Um, you know, as far as that wrestling side, but. There was another side of Gordy besides wrestling. Right. Well, are, are you talking about uh, him going to sleep for four or five hours on the table? No, I don't. Oh, I don't remember that part. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, well, I went up to you know Mr. Gordy as uh, I refer to him. Yeah. And I was like, Mr. Gordy, I'm going to Burger King. What can I get you? He was like, Give me four whoppers. I was like, Yes, sir. You know. All right. Well, I came back, man. He was on the table and he was out. Yeah. And he was out. I mean, on the table, no, no pillow, no, right. no just right. out. Man, yeah. For, for like the rest of the day until the show started. All right. Yeah. His hamburgers went out and he worked worked the match with Barbarian. You know, I believe it's. Yeah, but the, <laughs> wow. we we had a, a security. Uh, guard uh-huh. at this show. This was actually Chris Stowe's show. Chris Stowe actually promoted yeah. this show. That's right. And uh, they had me on the camera. Uh-huh. Thank God they didn't have me working security oh again. My right? God. The first time Stowe had a show, they had my little ass over here doing security. Rob Van Dam pushed me down, man. It was. Uh, that's where that. <laughs> yeah, we actually. Yeah, Mike, yeah, you want to tell them? That's where that, that chair, the broken chair, came from. It's back in what? Yeah, it's the day after Christmas. It was the day after Christmas, 1996. 96. Man. And yeah. uh, let's see, uh, Barbarian put that chair over uh, Rob Van Dam's head popped the top out of it I grabbed the top of it and had Rob sign it later and we have it hanging up here in the pud it's cave right man. on the wall still And uh, but they had a uh, a show with actually if I'm not okay I'm getting my wires crossed here okay it was Terry Gordy and it was Barbarian and they decided to make it a false count anywhere <laughs> uh, <laughs> no disqualification match well a friend of ours who was actually training with us some of the time J.J. Mathis uh, yes. 
he was around. JJ was a trip, man. He, he this guy. I, I miss JJ. I haven't seen him in years, but uh, he was a, he was a he was a trip, man. He was something else. But he was training with the sum, and uh-huh. uh, we had him working security, which was a good fit for JJ. JJ yeah, was, was, was he took security. it serious, very seriously. Really? Um, and you know, like I said once again, you know, I'm gonna put JJ over, man. He was a all around cool guy, man. Well, if you knew him and you were cool with him, he was cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe if you were on the yeah. other side, he might not be. Yeah. But we were fortunate enough to be on his good side. Well, man, <laughs> he got a little heat. He got a little heat this night. Basically, a chair got put into the ring in this no disqualification match with Barbarian and uh, Terry Gordy. Uh-huh. When J.J. pulls the chair out of the ring before they get to use it. Well, see, this this is the thing. You know, with those chairs, I, I know they were because they had run to those chairs. Yes, yes. And and I remember Stowe, especially Smiley. Yes. Was very meticulous about telling you, Please don't protect these chairs. Yeah, don't, use don't, them. don't fuck these chairs up because these chairs have to go back to somebody. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, so JJ pulled it out. You know, he, he saw the chair in there. He, he, was he was like, "Fuck this!" And he went, he went into the ring, pulled it out. Boy, oh. nothing happened. Nothing was really said. No. Nothing. But it was look. Look, if looks could kill, and I'm not talking about from Terry or Barb. I'm talking from Terry and Barb. They stopped the match. Look at JJ. If looks could kill, JJ would have been dead on the floor. But they pick it back up. They what finish do you the match. do? What do you do, man? What do you do? I mean, Jesus. I mean, you, you're kind of in that bad spot, you do, know. Either do you way. listen to the boss? You know, <laughs> or, or are you going to get in the ring with Barbarian and Gordon? Honestly, I'd have probably just let the chair stay. I would have. I wouldn't. Uh, really? I, 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 really? I wouldn't have touched it. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, me yeah. either. That's what no, I'm saying. Yeah, I'd, I'd I, left I it alone. I left it alone. Just, just I wouldn't have touched it. Wouldn't have done it. Hey, that's all y'all. But that just kind of shows Sorry. you how J.J. was, Sorry. man. He went into yeah. the lion's den. For sure. <laughs> and he poured out the damn, you know, I mean, right yeah. from the middle of these yeah. just fearless. gigantic fearless. human beings, man. Fearless. 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 Well, Mike, brother, that's my... Well, uh, <laughs> all right. We still got time? We got a little time? Yes, okay. sir. Yes, sir. I, I know we've touched on this. We touched, we touched the questions. Touched on the questions with Wayne. Yep. Last week. We haven't had a chance to do this ourselves. And we'll do it with other guests, too. The top three threes. Threes, okay. Okay. Let's run through that right All right. Quick. All right. Top three musicians' bands. Oh, for yeah. me? Yeah. Oh, shit, man. Okay. Well, here we um, go. Put you on the spot. Damn, man. Uh, I'm unprepared. Wait, we talking about music, man, so I got this. Uh, top three, yeah. Skinner, Van Halen, Sabbath. Okay. Uh, and I, when I say Sabbath, I mean both Ozzy and Dio. Uh, I love, I love both. And, and same thing with Van Halen with H- Hagar and Roth. I, I like all of it. So wow. That's my that's my trinity, man. It, it, trilly, trinity is Skinner, Van Halen, Black Sabbath. Right. Yeah, nice. I'm gonna have to go with. Um, and man, I'm so so up and down because getting uh, like an all time favorite is. It's hard. So tough. And life it's changes. So hard. You change. Oh you know. Yeah. It does. Uh, one consistent has always been the Beach Boys. Okay. For me. Yeah. I remember um, that, man. Yeah. yeah. You've always been a I've huge fan. Loved, loved the Beach Boys. Um. Let's say Nails. Yeah. Nine Nails. Yeah. Still kind of a, kind of a go back sure. to me, and uh, I'm gonna say Ozzy slash Sabbath. Sabbath. Yeah. And because I love a lot of Aussie stuff. Oh, I do too, man. That, a lot of that. Oh, everything yeah. up to, say, uh, Osmosis, maybe. No. Even still, I, I think my last favorite 
was no rest from the wicked. Really, from man. Ozzy. I, I would go on up into Osmosis, man. Really? After that one, yeah, I really like Perry Mason. Uh, I like No More Tears. No More Tears. I really, really? like No More Tears. Um, I love No Rest for the Wicked. That was man. hard for me. That's, like that's from that. That No More Tears for me is like the Black Album, Metallica. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a damn good com. That's a good comparison, man. Uh, I, yeah. I, yeah, that's a real good comparison. It was definitely Ozzy's, in my opinion. It was definitely Ozzy's first kind of downswing. Pop. I didn't like it, man. It was poppy. Yeah, it's too polished. Yeah. Where No Rest for the uh, Wicked was raw, man. Uh, and dude, don't even get me on the Randy Rose album. Yeah. Me. Oh, God, man. Yeah. Oh, wait, the Jakey Lee stuff. Jakey Lee was, stuff was, was great, man. Uh, you know, Bark of the Moon's great, man. You I know. don't think that gets enough. It doesn't. It does no. not. Even from Ozzy himself. Himself, yeah. Yeah, no, man. That Jakey Lee stuff was great. Like I say, Bark of the Moon's fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Ultimate Sin's freaking... Dude, Ultimate Sin is definitely underrated. Yeah. Without a doubt, man. Yep. But yeah, that, Nobody it, was doing anything like that. No, man. And, and you know, dude, you know, you talk about Nine Inch Nails, and I... Even though I was not a biggest fan as you were, but I look back on our youth when we were hanging out, going to the club scene, mm-hmm. and Nine Inch Nails was really, even though they've never been in my top three, really even in my top ten, dude, that they were like the soundtrack of my youth That's, for the nineties, yeah. man. That was the soundtrack. Was, yeah, was that that scene, man, and that that style. Yeah, definitely for sure. Uh, let's see, top three movies or books. Ooh man, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with movies. Uh, yeah. I don't read a lot of books, man. Well, I, I'm actually gonna do both, man. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna put them in two different categories: movies, Fear and Loathing, definitely. Uh, Dazed and Confused. Oh wow. Dazed and yeah. Confused okay. is definitely up there. And then for my third, man, I know it's a little cliche. Well, just to talk a little bit about Dazed and Confused, ain't it a trip that that movie was set in the '70s, released in the '90s, the time. Uh, that that time period is the same time period from when that movie was released till now. You know what I'm saying? From right. the 70s to the 90s, from that time to now, it just makes me feel very old. <laughs> it just does, but I love that movie. And I guess, man, my third, being as cliche as it is, probably Empire. Honestly, man. Really? I just love Empire. Okay. I, can, I can go back and watch that movie. Um, you know, and I got to give a special, you know, I guess a special little um, honorable mention to maybe First Contact by or the Star Trek First Contact. Right. That's probably my favorite Star Trek movie. I got to throw that one out there. Top three books. Um, that, my number one book of all time is A Time to Kill by John Grissom. Uh, they they got a movie on that as well. Great movie, A Time to Kill. Samuel Jackson's in the movie. Uh, the book, obviously, the book's better, but the movie's really good. All right. The movie's, I mean, the book is really, really great, but the movie's really great as well. Um, Probably Skin Tight by Carl Heisen. And, uh, the, you know, the author me and Ray right. talked about being yeah. the Zevon. I'm a huge, that's my favorite author. And I guess Striptease. Uh, so two two of my top three. No, I take that back, man. Uh, Skin Tight would be my second. My third would be a cross, a Star Trek novel called Crossover. And it was one of the, my favorite Star Trek stories of all time. But it, it's that's my top three novels and, and books, yeah. Wow. So a little bit of science fiction in there, a little bit of dark humor in there, you know. Okay. Right. Um, I'm going to have to go with, I think first, well, this is going to be, a, I think it's going to be a tie uh, between Bride of Frankenstein okay. oh, good. and Citizen good Kane. Good one. I love Citizen Kane. Never watched it, man. I hear it's good. I absolutely love Citizen Kane. <laughs> I hear it's all right. Yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> I hear it's pretty good, man. Yeah, it's, it's decent, you know. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. You know? yeah. I heard it got some thumbs up back yeah. in the day. But I still never yeah. watched it, man. I need yeah, I need to really I go back. I would. Definitely. I, I need to, yeah. Um, Jaws. Jaws is a good one. I think it's 
Perfect movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely perfect. I'll give you that, man. Um, that's a great one. Absolutely. And Phantasm. That's a good one, uh, dude. I still think that's just an incredible movie. One of my favorite lines, and I'm going to probably slaughter this line, man. I'm probably going to slay it, but one of my favorite lines in any movie is about the gun. He was like, when you when you have a gun, mm-hmm. you you shoot it, you aim to kill. Or yeah. I can't, man, I can't now. Say, do you remember? Gonna, okay. No warning shots. That warning shots are bullshit. bullshit. Yes. You shoot a man, you shoot kill, to kill him, or, or you don't shoot at all. all. Yeah, I love that yeah. line. I've always said if it's I put true. out a rap album yeah. or a rap single, I would I would sample that because yep. that is just badass, man. Yep. Yes. Warning shots are bullshit. Yep. Love that line. Yep. man. Great movies, man. Great choices, brother. Great choices. Books. Uh, let's see. This was a tough one for me because, well. I had to pick between two autobiographies. Jerry Lawler's ah. and Flair's. Flair's was great. Bro. Flair's was great. Yes. I'm going to give the edge to Lawler's, though. Okay. I, I don't know. For some reason, I, I enjoyed it so much more. Right. Because, I don't know, there was something more in-depth about it. Right, man, right. I um, know Flair's was... Flair's was incredible. I call it the, the Bible of wrestling, yeah. honestly. You know, Dusty had a good one. Yeah. Dusty's is really good, yeah. you know. Obviously, I'm a little biased, but... Oh, yeah, yeah man, for it, sure. It's good. Hulk's was pretty good. Did you ever read Lawler's? No, I haven't, Dude. man. I have not, no. Dude. Well, I may put I, that on the list. Please. Definitely. Because uh, I read a lot of those around that time, and, and Lawler's was still, still my favorite still off of that. Still up there. The Stand. I've read that. I love the I, I read that, man. It was huge. God, I was going to say, it took me like three and a half years, but I did read a good book, man. Yeah. Do, you know, the only thing, Mike, let me ask you, since you have read it as well, it's the only Stephen King book I've read. It's really? the stand. That's the only one. And I, I loved it. I loved the story. I, I really liked the movie, but man, you know, I, it made me not that big of a fan of King's writing style. Really? The thing that kind of threw me off about King was... He seemed to go on so many different little tangents uh-huh. in his storytelling that sometimes, and he would always bring it back around and circle it back around. Right. But a lot of times, I'm like, man, that book that took me three and a half years right. could have maybe took me two years if some of these things, you know. In oh, other words, I some mean, of it seemed to be unnecessary. Well, you know, I almost know. too detailed. Well, I mean, you're you're dealing with the whole, basically rebuilding the whole the, world, the, the planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And don't get me wrong, man. I mean, it was a good book. I mean, I. Right. I did man i hunkered down and i actually started it twice oh i mean you care well i mean the characters obviously they were built built up around them you know yeah and i, and I mean it is a good book man it I is mean, vivid M-O-O-N you, you can actually good book yeah you know? exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, tom collins uh, yeah <laughs> but you know man i just um for me keen at least in that book I just I wasn't a fan of the style as much, but I did love the story. It was, it was captivating. I love the story, absolutely. And you may may be surprised about this one. Now pick this one up instead of another one. But uh, Hunter Thompson, Hell's Angels. I never read that one either, man. Loved it. Really, really. Yeah. I've, obviously, I'm familiar it's with. Still, it. still one of my favorites out of that whole bunch. Really, yeah. yeah I mean, that's another one, man. I, I because need to go. It, it's just so. I don't know. Detailed? It, it, it is. I've heard, I've heard. I've heard some yeah. stories out of it, some things that he got into. And, yeah. Um, you got to love Hunter Thompson. Yeah. You know, you got to love Hunter yeah. Thompson. Especially after last week coming off our Zevon episode, man. It was just just a good segue right there, yes. Um, all right. Top three wrestlers or athlete? Oh, boy. Well, you, Dusty. Dusty. You know, Dusty's my top. Hogan and uh, Boogie Woogie, man. 
Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go with my original three from when I was a kid, man. It's uh, it's just hard. I mean, don't get me wrong, man. You got Flair, you mm-hmm. know, you got Shawn Michaels, you got Bret Hart. I mean, I count those guys. Stone Cold, The Rock. I mean, I count those guys as well. Uh, but man, to me, the top three, or well, the, definitely in my opinion, the top two are Dusty and Hulk. You know, right? Some will say Flair. I mean, I put Flair yeah. up there, but for me personally, I got to put the, the Boogie Woogie Man, dude. He he just that Boogie Magic got me. Yeah. You know, Dusty, yeah. but Dusty is. Without a doubt, number one, Dusty Rhodes. Right. There's Dusty, and then there's everybody else. Yeah. You know, that's how I look at it. Okay. What about you, bro? Uh, Flair. Uh, good, obviously, good choice. Wahoo. Sure. Absolutely. And Terry Gordy. Great, great choices, yeah. man. Great choices. I mean, yeah. the the you know when you start talking about just the greats, I mean, just just saying top three. Oh man, I mean, you could say the top 100 and still miss them. You know, oh, yeah. still say, yeah. oh Jesus, where does this one go? But yeah, man, those are some some top choices, brother. Yeah. Top choices. All, All right. right, well, brother, I think we're getting about ready to close this bad boy down. Mike, I've enjoyed this one, man. This one was a, a, a fun, fun, fun good, episode. Good trip down memory lane. Yes, it was. Hopefully, a lot of stories I forgot about. I, I just hope no uh, future job employers <laughs> <laughs> listen to this is like, well, oh, Mister Finger, uh, yeah. we, we were going to hire you, and uh, I see you did a little bit of LSD in the nineties. <laughs> <clears throat> what? No, I'm doing it right now. Where'd you hear that from? <laughs> well, who told you that? Who was your source? <laughs> I got it from the pod. You heard it on the podcast first. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that must be true. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> no fake news here, but hey, man. There you go. Oh. You say what you want to. There ain't no fake news here, bro. Here we go. We're going to get on this topic <laughs> oh, now. No. no, we're actually going to go ahead and shut her down, man. <laughs> All right. Well, Mike, brother, this was a good one, man. And uh, once again, thank you for opening up the Pud Cave and letting me come in. And Absolutely, man. Do this one once again. This was a blast. Once again, I just want to tell Wayne Sisk one more time, thank you for letting. Yeah, me. I was, man. Like, oh, like I said, can't wait dude, till the next one. I can't either, man. Like I said, he he definitely um, he 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 brought us up a level, man. And uh, uh, you know, like, subscribe, share, share us, man. Share us, get tell us out people. there, man. Tell what? tell everybody about it so we can keep doing these and keep. Keep getting more guests on. Tell us what you like. Tell us yeah. what you don't like. Hell yeah. And look, man, here, we actually have an email. If anybody, I never check it, but let's go ahead and put it out. <laughs> well, if you never check it, what the hell's the point? Well, I may start today. Well, nobody okay. emails. Hell, nobody right. emails us. Huh? Okay. Well, there you go. Well, and uh, well, that email is podcast, not the podcast. It's just podcast with Jason and Mike. You know, I'll, I'll spell with the real words, you know, with and and. Jason and Mike, and that's at gmail.com. We'll put it up. You know, yeah. when, I, when I post this later on, I'll put the uh, email. Or you can just put it on our Facebook page or, or on our YouTube page. Just say, hey, man, we, we like this, this, and this. We don't like this, this, and this. Well, I tell you, you know? Well, I tell you what. Here's what we'll do. We'll make it interesting. If we can get, say, 100 subscribers. Okay. All right. We'll do, we'll do an episode of nothing but questions okay heck from, yeah from from the listeners you know and everybody from the hundred people anybody you yeah, know, yeah if you got yeah. questions we'll answer them so that's, whatever put so, it out there so that's to get to 100 subscribers on our youtube yes channel. hey man well we're at 21 we're at 21 so, right now Let, let's get that up share it with somebody get them to get them to subscribe if you know a wrestling fan tell them about it get yeah. them to subscribe and we get up to a hundred subscribers hey we'll do a full Q&A. show 
your questions. Q&A. All man. your questions. Whatever. We'll, we'll answer them. And, and we'll be honest as hell. You can ask us yeah. whatever you want to ask, yeah. and we'll tell you 100%, yeah. man. No no limits. Nothing's off limits, no. man. You know. But like Mike said, just get the word out there, people. You know, help people uh, listen to the puds. You know? Absolutely. Every once in a while, we may actually have something kind of cool to say. <laughs> yeah. Not, Who knows? Not today. Who knows? Or, hey, you yeah. know, I mean, no, we ain't done it yet, but, you know, one Blind day. squirrel will find a nut every <laughs> now and again. Exactly, brother. Exactly. <laughs> and on that note, brother, I guess we're going to go ahead and start shutting this thing down. Mike, once again, enjoyed it. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. Mike, you got anything you want to end us with, brother? Yep, we out. We out, man. Until next time, y'all have a good one. And not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our program. No, we have got to go. This has been a great event. There's some people out there that hate us for this. <laughs>